This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It's the 8th day of December. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia investigators will provide an update today on one of the city's highest profile unsolved mysteries. Police say through detective work and DNA analysis, officers have finally identified the child known as the boy in the box. Uh, The body of the little boy was found in a cardboard box on the side of Susquehanna Road in Fox Chase back in 1957. The boy was naked, malnourished, and fatally beaten. His remains had never been identified until now. The case remains Philadelphia's oldest unsolved homicide. Bill Kelly took the young uh, victim's fingerprints at the scene back in 1957. His family says he never stopped trying to find out the boy's identity or the assailant up until his death. He was the one uh, one of the first on the scene that fateful day. He never forgot that image. I mean, how could you? His granddaughter, uh, Jessica Green, says. Uh, she says he was the fingerprint expert on the scene. Those fingerprints were ingrained in, in his mind his whole life, and when he closed his eyes, in his mind, that's what he he saw. There's so many people who were connected to this case yes. that, um, and if they're not still living, like their family members are coming forward saying this is like this is what they've waited for, yeah. and you know that it's a shame that some of them um, have passed and aren't going to see you know the identity finally yeah. revealed. I saw some other some police officers that have still been working on the case that were saying that exact thing. They were like, we we just wish that the the old timers, the people were here because we're going to find out. The yeah. guy um, at the cemetery where the little boy's um, gravestone is, uh, he you know said for years like he's just been waiting and right. um he's like we're ready to engrave it whenever the name is released i'm, I'm happy to hear about the identity i'm curious if it's going to be able to open any uh light on on what happened yeah. to this kid and who's responsible and, and how this all came to be you never know one thing can lead to another so it's you know it's there used to be a time where you where you might have said oh, no there's no way but now with yeah. all of the cross-referencing going on and all of the ancestry stuff going on and all of the DNA or whatever's available. I mean, yeah, maybe that could happen. So they're saying the case still remains unsolved, so I don't think they're going to release any information like that today, but hopefully it does lead to that. Well, you're, time-wise, you you know, you, whoever committed this could quite well have just Correct. They, yeah, they yeah. could be gone yeah, as well. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When news spread last week that Philadelphia police would hold a news conference revealing the boy's identity, it sent shockwaves through the community. It hit home to the children of the people who worked the case and had hoped to see a resolution in their lifetime. It's believed the break came from DNA gathered through genealogy research, but investigators they're saying will only reveal the boy's identity today, and the case still remains unsolved. An argument took a violent turn outside of a gentleman's club in South Philadelphia uh, last month and now police are searching for uh, the suspect. The incident occurred in the parking lot of Club Risque on yeah. the 1700 block of Columbus Boulevard in the early morning hours of October 20th. Police say the suspect was inside the club for several hours and got into a confrontation with a 33-year-old man when he returned to his car. Surveillance footage shows the suspect getting into his car and then running over the victim before fleeing. Oh. Yeah, I watched the footage last night. On, supposed uh, to be a Gentleman, there, by the way. It's a gentleman's club, yeah. right? Uh, Steve Keeley had posted the uh, surveillance footage. Right, was, yeah. Dude, he's been doing that a lot more lately, po- posting actual surveillance footage of like people getting shot and murdered and stuff like that. I'm like, I- I'm going to have to. I don't like seeing that stuff, but when it ends up on my feed, I can't, you know, I'm like, oh, there you can't not know. watch. I can't. 
Steve, you just gave me an idea. We should uh, do a series of meeting the gentlemen. Yeah, of the gentlemen's club. club. Yeah. I've been going here for about eleven years. <laughs> I consider myself socially acute and a gentleman. Uh, yeah, yeah. gentleman. I will put down my coat if there's a mud puddle and the young lady's going to step in it. It's very gentlemanly to throw one dollar bills at naked women. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I, I do appreciate. I, I he does post a lot like that, but I, he has also. He's very dogged on, you know, trying to do something or at least get the word out. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, a lot of the stuff, uh, what is it, 60, oh, my God, we're looking at the footage. Oh, it's it's the footage. Yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Over. Oh, my 66% of carjackings take place, like, at gas stations. And, you know, you're not walked to your car. It's you getting in to your car at that moment, you know? Right. Um, this one, But I don't, this wasn't a carjacking. No, this is just a dude running over somebody. This is attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. that's but what I that is. They yeah. had a confrontation, um, I think, I don't know if it was inside of the club, but... Were both gentlemen? Did they say... <laughs> they were both not <laughs> okay. gentlemen. Uh, uh, the victim suffered a broken leg, according to police. That's, that's amazing. That that lucky. That that's the, the footage we saw, all you end up with is a broken leg. Several witnesses can also be seen in the video trying to get the suspect's car to stop. The suspect is wanted for aggravated assault, and police are asking anyone with information to contact them. I couldn't help but but notice this. We're watching the the surveillance video. The guy is wearing an... Uh, no, I'm not noticing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm not the noticer. I'm like, what's that music? I'm not used to hearing this during the news. No, but the guy's wearing an Aaron Nola jersey. Yeah. Do you think Aaron Nola sees this and goes, oh, oh thank oh, you. No. Totally, yes. Have we, have we Not bo- you. Don't do that. Have we officially ruled out Aaron Nola? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Do we know his whereabouts? No. I'm going to guess he's not in Philadelphia. Probably not him. Uh, there are certain things that happen where we're like, oh, are they a Preston and Steve listener? Uh, yeah, for real. So you, you know. know you know. Definitely. Statistically. <laughs> 25, 26 years uh, uh, yeah, you, you know that it, there's just no not way. everybody's hey, an angel. We yeah. had people who committed <laughs> like a full blown yes. felony <laughs> like with the GoFundMe scam. Yes. Yeah. The scam. Let's hope yeah. that's the least of it. Oh but hang people on, people so, that scammed the whole community. Yeah, Kathy, are they saying they don't know who this person is because there's clear video of his face <laughs> and his license plate? Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're, looking, they're for looking for him. For him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're looking, but they do know his identity. Um, no, they haven't. Well, they haven't released his identity, so no. okay. As Some, of right now, no. They know he's a gentleman. Somebody knows. He sure is. Yeah. Look for a man in a top hat <laughs> and uh and an ascot. Excuse me, yes. sir. <laughs> you sir. Uh, just to your whereabouts the other night. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm on my way to a business meeting, but I will certainly converse with you. <laughs> All right, so not so great news for commuters in Delaware County this morning. A bridge that gets drivers to 95 is officially closed until further notice. Dude, this is like... Where is this? This is just off of 95. It's in Prospect Park. It's on 420. It's the the Route 420 bridge southbound. So PennDOT shut it down over Darby Creek Wednesday night, cutting off a connection between Prospect Park and Tinicum Township indefinitely. I mean, this, you know, it's probably like more of like a threefold thing that it's going to, you know, it... It, it causes a problem right there, but it's also going to increase more traffic on 95, on, and- on 95 but on Stewart Avenue and Ridley Park. Like, yeah, they, this is um, this is going to be a cluster F. For, I got to see where this is. So, th- is this a is, is this a bridge that just goes over 95, or this is no, down it's over, 95. over a creek? It, it goes over a creek, <laughs> Preston. Um, but yeah, but no, yes, you, you're you're accessing, you're entering and exiting 95 right there. So, was this okay. a, a long time in the planning, or did they no, discover no, something they, that that uh, was a, a structural? Correct. They uh, found it last night and just closed oh, it out of man. nowhere, and now it's closed indefinitely. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. 
uh, you see it, Preston? It's yeah. like Essington Avenue, right? Isn't that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh you, you, all right. So if you're yes. coming down 95, Preston, from the, I know, I know, I know where airport. it is now. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm looking at the map here, and I know exactly where that is. Yeah. yeah right there. So, yeah. Right over that little. Uh, so continue waterway. if you want to describe to everybody where that if is. You're coming off of 95, uh, going 95 south, and you get off on the right at the Prospect Park 420 exit, and you, and you go to the right. It's right. There. Oh man, it is right. There. Hey, if you live in you live in uh, Tinicum or Essington, in Eddystone, you're fine. Yeah. You know, but you're if you live in like pro- n- you're yeah. fine to get onto 95. But you figure that if they live in that area, if they're going a- over that bridge probably every day. If you're anywhere west of Prospect Park, uh, it's going to cause some issues. For Did you. they say what was the, uh, the the issue? So engineers say they found significant damage and deterioration during a recent bridge inspection, deeming it unsafe for drivers. So officials are instructing drivers, like Casey said, this is now where we're going to see the increased volume. So they're uh, instructing drivers to use Chester Pike, Stewart Avenue, and northbound 95 to access four. The bridge was built in 1930 and reconstructed in 1951. The three-span riveted steel through Gertner Bridge is 237 feet long and 31 feet wide. PennDOT estimates more than 19,000 vehicles use the bridge daily. They say the design of of a project to replace the bridge is nearing completion and is tentatively scheduled for a construction bid opening in early 2023. Do you remember a few years ago there there was a report, Preston, about it it was... the bridges in the area, and they like had these whole bunch oh, of yeah. failing grades. Big yeah. time. And they, so they, supposedly at that point, they started a whole uh, refurbishing project to get everything up to code. I don't know how that went. Steve, there was a bridge near me on Gradyville Road. It was It's the tiniest little bridge yeah. over the tiniest little creek, okay? Like, I'm telling you, like, I yeah. could probably touch each side of the creek with, with you know, if yeah. I spread my arms out. And this thing went, and that part of the road was closed for Years, yeah. I feel like at least three years because of, uh, there was a turtle. A no, it was a turtle situation. Oh, re- oh, because they, oh, it was like uh, sort environmental of environmental impact. Environmental impact yeah. on these little turtles, right? It's okay, you can build it. <laughs> I'm like, figure it the f yeah, out, man. Yeah. You know, like these turtles, you could probably pick them all up one by one and move them somewhere else. But yeah, it had some sort of environmental impact in it, and it stayed closed for three years. Well, we uh. had Butler Pike in, in mm. between um, Cajahawken and Plymouth meeting closed for a couple of years. And the traffic that it caused on the surrounding roads was like unreal. I, I mean, I totally changed my route on how to get to Jace's school and how to get home and all of this because of the traffic that, yeah. it, you know, that it caused. And that was just, you know, in two little towns. This is right off of 95. There's yeah. a bridge in Berwyn that goes over the uh, SEPTA line, the SEPTA Amtrak line, and it used to connect a road on one side of Berwyn to Route 30. And uh, it was closed probably for 15 years and because <laughs> of uh, probably a similar dispute, Casey. I don't think it was turtles, but it might have been squirrels. Whatever. Eventually, they finally gave up and they made it a passenger bridge, a pedestrian bridge, rather than reopen it as a road. For cars. Because, yeah, because yeah. They, they just Forget reached it. a point where, like, we have to do something with this. Oh We're going to at least allow people to walk across Yeah, there's, there's one right by us. It's at the bottom of Bergie Mill Road. It's been closed for a decade. <laughs> right. A decade. <laughs> so either knock it down or yeah. turn it into a pedestrian bridge. <clears throat> there's a house right next to it, and they love it because they just park out on the street. Oh, I mean, great. like, right next to the bridge because you wow. can't go over it. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. So residents and people who travel that area, I mean... Find an alt- yep. find a good alternate yes. now. Because, Surprise! So it's closed indefinitely, right? They're saying yeah. it's not safe, and they're saying that the construction bid opening is early 2023. So that's just bidding to do Whoa. the job. Oh boy! Yeah. So this is going to be closed for a while. Mm. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs>
The Flyers lost to the Washington Capitals 4-1 last night in South Philly. What the f*** is this? Alex Ovechkin scored two empty net goals. Dylan Strom had a goal and an assist, and Charlie Lindgren made 29 saves in the win. The f*** is that? The Flyers are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Las Vegas against the Golden Knights. The puck will drop at 10 o'clock. Buffalo Sabres forward Tage Thompson tied a franchise record with five goals against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Thompson tied the mark in the second period, which put the Sabres up 7-2 on their way to a 9-4 win. It was his 21st goal of the season. Thompson's five goals are the second most in a road game. Only uh, Red Burnson of the St. Louis Blues had more, scoring six against the Flyers back in 1968. Oh, Red Burnson. At the World Cup, matches will resume tomorrow with Croatia taking on Brazil in the first game and the Netherlands facing Argentina in the second game. And Jalen Hurts has been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week for a second straight week. He is the first Eagle ever to win the award two weeks in a row. One week earlier, Hurts ran for 157 yards. On Sunday, Hurts threw for 380 yards and three touchdowns. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We are happy to be here again with you. Uh, A Thursday morning is where we've landed and uh, we're working our way through the work week very quickly. That's a wonderful thing. We have a few things planned for you today. We're going to do some uh, Christmas miracle passes, by the way. Oh, and uh, just a to back sell, we replayed uh, Kathy's uh, holiday activities list yes. this morning. Uh, that is available at uh, PrestonandSteve.com and it's courtesy of our friends from Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavor. So if you want to get a hold of all those activities, Kathy has racked up a great list this year. And you know, I have to observe, and I said this to Kathy, I was looking at a, let's just say a popular journal in the area around Philadelphia. <laughs> they put their list up and it was all very obvious stuff that they've mentioned many times before. Kathy tries to freshen up the list every year Agreed. and go find things that you might not be aware of. Yeah, yeah. And that's what this well, list is. And you know what? And I just want to, I probably should have said this yesterday, but like two of them are, um, you know, very small local businesses. There's also a small yeah. farm on there. There's one that, a uh, business that just opened a few weeks ago. And there's actually somebody who's on there. And I'll ask her if it's okay to say who she is, but um, she's struggling really. Uh, uh. She's having a really difficult time this holiday season. Um, so, if you go, you know what I will say it because she she did she talked about it. Um, no, no, no. Ever. She talked about it before. But um, Patty Cakes uh, Bakery, she she's really struggling and she needs some help um, to keep her business going and um, to find a place to live for her and her son. So uh, if you go to that event, which is uh, cupcakes and uh, a wine pairing mm-hmm. at uh, Cardinal Hollow Winery, it's really going to help. Sounds her. great. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So you can uh, yeah you can get all that uh, info at uh, PrestonSteve.com. It's the start of uh, Kathy's lifestyle brand. Yes, uh, I love it. I can't wait for her cooking portions <laughs> of uh, of of her life. Great oh, ways wait. to burn things. Yes. No, you know what though? I well, think- what was what was the show? Well, that sucked. That yeah. Sucks. Yeah. 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 No, but I did make um I did make a peanut butter pie over Thanksgiving. I think I forgot what? to tell you guys that, and it was um it was really good. However, I do have to we, say we don't we'll we'll just take it anecdotally that it was yeah. really good. No, it was it was it was a big hit, but there was no baking involved. Oh well, there you go. Like, yeah. Just slap it you together. Remember that? Just mixed it together. That was, a big, but, that was a big thing they were selling for a while. Uh, cakes and pies you didn't have to bake. You remember those? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. listen, this was it. And, and and I didn't say, I didn't. of course, I didn't tell anybody that. And I put it out and everyone was like, oh, what is this? Who made it? I was, oh, that was me. Yeah, nice, of course. <laughs> well, that old thing. Uh, so we do have a guest on the program today. John McKeever is going to be on. He's got a project called Holly and the Hot Chocolate. And uh, it's on QVC Plus, and it's written directed by John. So he's been here before in conjunction with Delco Proper. Yes. And so we'll spend some time with John. And I got a late night, well, late night for me. I guess it was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock or something like that. My phone rang, and I look over, 
and it says on my phone, it says Stick Zadinia. <laughs> uh, he's the drummer from Steel Panther, yeah. and he was calling me last night because their their tickets for their Keswick show go on sale tomorrow. Right, right. Um, and I texted him and see if he wanted to come on, and he had gotten it late. So anyhow, he might join us this morning. We'll see. If not, he can pop on tomorrow, tomorrow. or something like that's that. That's the St. So, Patrick show, isn't it? Uh, it is St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah, that day, the 17th of March at the Keswick Theater. So uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow. So we might talk to Stick Zadinia <laughs> uh, from Steel Panther later this morning as well, but we'll find out. All right, uh, let's take a break. I have uh, too many entertainment stories, but we'll try to squeeze them all in when we return as well. Give some stuff away with a stupid question. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For the stupid question, I thought you were saying yeah. What? I, yeah, I know. S-H-I. Yeah, All right, yeah. anyway. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to, like, think about it. Slash shift. Shift. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Jagged Little Pill Wednesday, January 4th, the Academy of Music. The question that I will ask for the stupid question is, if you were born on Christmas Day, what would your astrological sign be? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Pretty easy question. If you were born on Christmas Day, what would your uh, star sign be? Two one five two six three WMMR. Going to mention some birthdays while we wait for that call today, being the eighth day of December. Uh, Kim Basinger. Now, let me ask you: yeah. Basinger, Bassinger, Bassinger, Basinger. <laughs> so I've always said Kim Bassinger. That's what I said. Uh, that's that, now there was a family uh, guy. Do we have that audio? Great I'm, case. I'm, I'm literally it, looking yeah. it up I, right now. I. I think I go through different ones. I don't really have Seasonally, one. Do you think maybe that's yeah. it? But I, I can't settle in on one. I've always gone with Kim Bassinger. So so um uh, and that's probably wrong. I don't I've know. Heard Basinger. So many what, times. I, what I've done is I I try to go and find an interview where I hear the person saying the right. name. Yeah. Like and like see if I the remember person gets punched. Like Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Like I'd always said Mindy Kaling. Yeah. I but still I say saw it. a commercial with her and she said Mindy. Calling, and I'm like, okay. And I made a little mental note of that. I've heard but people... Kim Basinger, a passenger, I don't think I've ever heard her say her name. She's not in the news a lot, so that's good. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about it. But I've, I've actually heard people with names that have different pronunciations from other people themselves sometimes pronounce their name differently. I believe I that. I do. I literally I pronounce my last name. My actual, not my radio yeah. last name, but my my actual last name. I, I pronounce it two different ways. Do you really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Foss Benner Foss. Oh, Foss yep. Foss. Foss Foss. <laughs> Foss okay. Foss. Yeah. Foss, Interesting. Foss. Actually, maybe even three times. Sometimes I might even throw like a Z in there. Like you a are Foss a loose cannon. Foss. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, Kim B yeah. is uh, sixty nine <laughs> years old today. Uh, Terry Hatcher, the very lovely Terry Hatcher, is uh, fifty eight years old. Desperate Housewives, Kathy. She's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle with her. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, she's good, and then sometimes I'm like, and you wonder if it's an act. 
And yeah. she's really a bitch. Yeah. 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 Well, then it wasn't her character. I remember you guys saying, because I didn't watch Desperate Housewives, she was like really stupid or something she like that. She was on the she dumber would do, side. She would yeah. do stupid things. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's 58 today, but I remember her when she first became like the it girl. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Who is this beautiful woman? Uh, Dominic Monaghan has his birthday today. The great Dominic Monaghan. Love him. Lord of the Rings and Lost and uh, several other things. I still have a uh, Drive Shaft t-shirt from the uh, fictional band. You are, everybody! What was the song? You are, everybody! Wow. Uh, That's the only part of the song we know, right? They did play it one time. There's at least one episode where he got more than just that hook. So he's 46 and also another Lost alum, Ian Summerholder. Yeah. uh, Is 44 years old. Went on to the Vampire Diaries. Yep. He was great on that show. Yeah. Uh, Sinead O'Connor's birthday today. I thought she had died. Who? And I had to look it up. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, yeah. She had gotten close. <clears throat> she was uh, very depressed, and people were afraid that she might be um, on the edge of suicide. I think it was her son who passed. Right. That might be may th- be what I recall. You also might be thinking of Dolores O'Riordan. Well, I, 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 no, I, like, I asked myself yeah. that question. Okay. Um, but, uh, no, I was just incorrect all the way around. So, anyhow, Sinead O'Connor turns 56 today. I saw her, well, never mind, we're going to move on. Uh, Phil Collin of Def Leppard, guitarist, uh, is celebrating his 60, 65th birthday today. Uh, I think we've talked about the, the fact that before it was a few years ago, and in his 60s, there was a picture of him with his shirt off, and he's just ripped beyond yeah. belief. Oh, yeah. Stop it. At yeah, that age, yeah. stop it already. <laughs> Uh, actress Anna Sophia Robb. Sorry, Case. I knew we were going to pull up some No, 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 no. It's all right. I'm Def still Leopard. getting to know the system. <laughs> it's I all good. I want to have music for I, you. I have, I have uh, a lot of stories yeah. to get to and, and okay. uh, want to move along anyway. Uh, actress Anna Sophia Robb, who was in Bridge to Terabithia. Yes. And Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and Soul Surfer. She was in the star of that. I like that movie. I love her brother, Broccoli. Uh, broccoli <laughs> Robb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's good too. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care for him that much. <laughs> I don't. I think he, sometimes in some roles he's a little bitter. To if, be honest. if he's yeah. prepared yeah. for the role, then it's know. okay. Yeah, actually, I prefer to. I won't if he's in, in that role. I won't go see it. Yeah, especially even like a seated role. Yeah. Won't. No. No. <laughs> he's twenty. 29. She's twenty nine today. They're We're talking about broccoli. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> Anna Sophia Robb's brother, Broccoli. <laughs> uh, and then the last birthday I saw is an actor by the name of Tanner Buchanan, and Tanner plays Robbie on Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, he's great. And Casey's also, you've been watching I'm, Designated Survivor. Yeah. He plays the son uh, to Kiefer Sutherland in that, yep. in that show. Uh, he's great. That kid's gotten ripped up, too, man. He's, uh, for that role, sometimes they have his shirt off, and he's like, He's going to, I think he's going to be a, a pretty big star. I think I'm halfway through, what is it, season five for Cobra Kai on Netflix? Yeah. And uh, that's one of those shows where, like, this is not really that great of a show. But I love it. It's I, really not. It, it, and, and, like, the, it's cheesy, um, but they, they bring back stuff from the series, and I, I love it. Well, it's, they make it fun, and then they give it tender moments, too. Yes. That's the thing about it. And, yes, you have to suspend a lot. <laughs> yes. Of disbelief yeah. in the show, but I love it. Yeah, I, so I, do it's, I. it's fantastic. Uh, but you're right. I, I know what you guys are saying. It's as well. what you call junk food viewing, and and it doesn't mean it's not good. You know? Yeah, it doesn't no, mean I don't it, enjoy it. Well, I do. it's, it's aware of itself yeah. too, yeah. and that makes yeah, a big yeah. difference. Yeah. So uh, Tanner Buchanan is 24 today. Let's see if we can get an answer to a stupid question. If you were born on Christmas Day. Uh, what would your star sign be? Two one five two six three WMMR. We're going to go to Suzanne. Hey Suzanne, is it Suzanne or Susan? 
Suzanne. Hello there, Suzanne. Good morning to you. And do you know what uh, astrological sign you would be if you were born on Christmas Day? You would be the Capricorn, the goat. Yeah, Capricorn. Yep. Hold on, Suzanne. We're going to get you a pair of tickets to see Jack and Little Pill Wednesday, January 4th, the Academy of Music. Joy, rage, love, heartache, strength, wisdom, catharsis, life. Everything we've been wanting to see and waiting to see on Broadway stage is back in this exhilarating, fearless, and new musical based on Alanis Morissette's world-changing music. Jagged Little Pill coming to the Kimmel Cultural Campus uh, from January 3rd to the 15th, and tickets are on sale at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. All right, um, let's see where we begin. We'll start with this story. Jennifer Lawrence, uh, according to her, the biggest conversation uh, surrounding her casting in The Hunger Games was how much weight are you going to lose? Uh, she told Viola Davis for Variety's uh, Actors on Actors series that she didn't feel comfortable losing weight to play a character from a book beloved by children. She said, along with me being young and growing and not being able not being able to be on a diet, I don't know if I want all those girls who are going to dress up as Katniss to feel like uh, they can't because they're not a certain weight, and I can't let that seep into my brain either. It's not like she was overweight. Or I don't know where the hell that's coming from. I, 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 How are they talking about Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, during their conversation, the Oscar winner declared that uh, before the 2012 film, uh, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. But fans quickly pointed out on Twitter, <laughs> several women previously starred in action movies. For example, Sigourney Weaver with yeah. as Ellen Ripley in the Alien franchise and in, 1970, in 1979. And then Angelina Jolie starred in the Tomb Raider movies. From 2001 to 2003. Uh, Tony Collette and Dave Galafasi have called it quits after 20 years of marriage. I, you know, I love Tony Collette. And, I uh, do, too. Yeah, and I don't know if this is what you have over there, but was this, did she find out about this uh, this relationship? Or, well, or was, it, was it, had they split? I don't know, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So there were photos of him kissing another woman during a beach outing in Sydney, but... I haven't gotten any context as to this relationship's been over anyway. And, and so that's yeah. just, he was just making out with his now girlfriend. I don't know. But she had uh, written in a, on her Instagram uh, post, it is with grace and gratitude that we announce that we are divorcing. We're united in our decision and part with continuing respect and care for each other. So that sounds like it may have been yeah. over. Uh, she said our Their kid, managers wrote that. Our kids are... A- Nothing is over! It's over! It's over! I mean, it's John Rumble, attorney of law. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to get out of a relationship that's bringing you down, I'm here to tell you, nothing is over! Until di- I'm your lawyer. He's a divorce attorney. <laughs> From Rambo, Rambo, and Rambo. Rambo, Rambo, and Rambo. <laughs> Rambo, Rambo, and Shinestein. Uh, so she says, uh, our kids are of paramount important to us, importance to us, and uh, we will continue to thrive as a family, albeit in a right, different right, right. shape. Uh, we're thinking of the, thanking for the space and the love you grant us, blah, blah, blah. I want to see somebody just issue one of those blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally right at blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. As we blah, 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 blah. The man who shot and wounded Lady Gaga's dog walker during the theft of, the, uh, of two of the singer's French bulldogs in Hollywood last year pleaded no contest to attempted murder on Monday and was immediately sentenced to 21 years in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. As part you forget, of, the dude was trying to kill the guy. Yes. As part of the no contest plea, the legal equivalent of a guilty plea in California, James Howard Jackson also admitted in court inflicting great bodily injury to a man he shot in the chest, Ryan Fisher, who survived the attack. Several other charges Jackson faced were dismissed in the plea deal, but Fisher attended Monday's court hearing and made a statement 
blasting the defendant, saying that the shooting had forever altered his life. Uh, Jackson was one of five suspects, four of them identified by authorities as uh, known as a street gang as street gang members. Uh, they were arrested in connection with the shooting of Gaga's dog walker uh, and also the abduction of the pet. So the two purloined bulldogs named Koji and Gustav were dropped off unharmed at a police station and turned over to the musician's representatives two days after they were snatched at gunpoint by a stranger in a car. I'm so flustered. A, uh, and a third bulldog owned by Gaga that was out walking with Fisher at the time escaped and was later found by uh, police. Uh, police at the time said... Evidence suggested the suspects singled out the three dogs because of the high value placed yes. on the breed, but they were not believed to have known the identity of the owner before the robbery. Uh, Gaga, who was filming a movie in Rome when her pets were taken, had issued a public plea on social media for an act of kindness to bring them home and offered a half-million-dollar reward. The woman who came forward to report finding the dogs and turned them over to police, Jennifer McBride, well, she was later charged with being an accessory <laughs> after the fact. Her case remained pending on Monday. Uh, and the other two uh, have pleaded no contest in second-degree robbery, and they got uh, four years and six years in prison, respectively. It's amazing how popular the French Bulldog has become. It's like, you know, the the, the, the amount of people that have these dogs now is just through the roof. Yeah. Um, all right. I put a question mark as to whether I should even mention this story or not, uh, but I will since we were talking about dogs. Amy Robach has been spotted for the first time since she was taken off the air following her alleged affair with age and co-anchor T.J. Holmes. Page Six spotted her walking her dog around New York City. Oh, my God. I know. She took her dog out to go to the bathroom? No. The Jimmy Vichesky in Central Park, where Amy walking her dog. Jim, what did you see? I saw a woman with a long tether and a dog at the end of it. Back to you, Tom. <laughs> Was the tether? It was pink. <laughs> Must be a female dog. Yeah. So are we assuming it's a female dog? We are dog, now guys? assuming the dog. She is... was with a bitch. <laughs> and that's all I have yeah. in the story. Literally, I'm that's talking it. about the dog. They just, <laughs> they just saw her walking. So her you dog. mean even though she had an affair, she had to take the dog for a walk? Uh, yes, even though. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. And did you see the big, uh, the big fuffle now, or the big uh, controversy? Apparently, the, yeah, that he apparently had a few relationships with other staffers. Maybe that I'd seen rumors of. She actually said to the uh, to the uh, reporters and the paparazzi, uh, "It's over now." Uh, no, I didn't but, see that. But they were wondering whether she's saying this whole thing is now over. Or this they are. Or, the or the relationship is over. I thought and nothing was over. Yeah. No. Nope. Nothing is over! So according nothing to, is over! Yeah, I'm representation. So bring me back. The attorney at law over there. I want to kiss your dog. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, let me see. I have some other things uh, to pass along. So uh, Charlize Theron. Recently underwent surgery for an injury that she sustained uh, training for sword fighting scenes. Yes. Uh, the action star She's told... playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, ...told The Hollywood Reporter, I just had shoulder surgery two weeks ago, so there you go. Uh, we just read the, the sequel to Old Guard. Oh, good. Uh, where I was handing off the, so, hanging off the side of a helicopter, so I wish that uh, that was the story. Instead, <laughs> it was during training. That's Charlize, by That's the way. Her, yeah. Uh, it was during training, and I was learning to sword fight, she said. She did a lot of her own stunts in that uh, Concrete Blonde movie. Yeah. Like, she was good. Atomic Blonde? Atomic Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the band. Uh, right. Yeah. But uh, she was really good. Uh, by the way, speaking of, of swords fighting and so on, the, the uh, fencing scene in Wednesday yeah, yeah, yeah. is awesome. It's really well done. I love that. They did really do a really cool... Have uh, you ever had uh, 
any desire to learn uh, yes, fencing? I but I, there's no way I could do it. My knees would. Yeah. There's no way they'd. Could allow you do it, it sitting down? No, I don't oh, think yeah. so. Because you have to, you have to lunge, and and you have to. Your knees are deeply yeah. bent in a yeah. lot of that stuff. Yeah. And I would like to. My next door neighbor's son. Uh, is on the fencing team at the school, and I'm like, man, cool. I think that'd be that'd be a really cool skill to know. It'd be just kind of fun. Are there Nerf foils we could try it here in the studio? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Uh, I'm sure there are. I, it, the thing to me though is, whenever I see these these battles, these matches, mm-hmm. they're over so fast. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nothing like, over. <laughs> all you have to do is touch them uh, yeah. with it, and yeah, it happens quick. Yeah, uh, but they're very precise in what they're doing. I yeah. know, but like the, when you see movie like. Fencing battles or sword oh, battles. Yeah. They like take forever. It's yeah. all flash. Yeah. Yeah. And they're cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, the one in uh, uh, Princess Bride is amazing. So, yes, apparently they have nerf fencing. I'm going to order them. Okay. And we I will fence here in the studio. Yeah, I, I've fenced with uh, wrapping paper uh, rolls and stuff. <laughs> okay. yeah. That's got to be we legit. Would, yeah. in, in Krav, we would do stick fighting, and uh, okay. and that doesn't last long. Like, you, I mean, if you're going to just make contact one time, I right. mean, it's pretty easy to it, do it with it, a, with a long uh, weapon. Yeah, when you see the classic Errol Flynn fights, clang, 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 clang. No, no yeah. it, it doesn't happen like that. No, definitely not. All right, so let's see. Oh, this is pretty wild. Uh, former Grey's Anatomy consulting uh, uh, consulting producer. Now, you wouldn't know this person, but this story is pretty fascinating. Yes. Uh, her name is Elizabeth Finch. Uh, she admitted in a recent interview that she lied about her brother committing suicide and her own battle with cancer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like they were lies, flat-out lies. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. She was, like, trying to, I guess, feed into a potential storylines for the show and oh. keep herself... That's what I read, Preston, is that she was saying... My own personal experience, let me tell you what happened with me. And I think there was even more, like, she lost a kidney to medical malpractice wow. and stuff like that. I mean, an elaborate series of claims. She said, I lied, and there's no excuse for it, but the, there's context to it. Uh, she said... I'm a liar. <laughs> she said, the best way I can explain it, explain it is when you experience a level of trauma, a lot of people adopt a uh, maladaptive coping mechanism. Some people drink to hide uh, or forget things. Drug addicts try to alter their reality. Some people cut. I lied. That was my coping and my way to feel safe and uh, seen and heard. Uh, in March, Yalit questioned Finch's claims that she had a rare form of bone cancer, but the writer left the ABC drama before Disney could launch an investigation. The problem is, is when you have somebody that has told those type of whoppers yes. uh, their explanation for it, don't think I'm believing it. No, no, you know no. What I mean, and there's sort of a Munchausen element to it as well, isn't there? Yeah. Well, like yeah. she said, she wants to. She she did it to to get yeah, attention. attention on her. Yeah. Uh, and but but anyhow, uh, when when you when you hear excuses for stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know if I can believe that either. You, if you that's lied. how you're wired, I, I I don't want to hang around you. Yeah. yeah uh, besides yeah. that, I hate your show. That too. <laughs> Uh, Sharon Stone has said a backlash over her AIDS charity work uh, destroyed her career. Uh, the 64-year-old first became involved with the Foundation for AIDS Research in the 90s. And in 1995, uh, the actress was asked to stand in for former chairwoman uh, Elizabeth Taylor at the organization's annual fundraising uh, event in Cannes. And after taking on the role for the next three years, Stone claimed that her dedication to the HIV-AIDS uh, research left her without work for eight years. Uh, she said that uh, she discussed the role with her former publicist, Cindy Berger, who warned her against it. Uh, she said, if you do this, it's going to destroy your career. At the time, you weren't allowed to talk about AIDS, so it was a little more, you know, uh, of a touchy subject yeah, yeah. back then. 
Uh, the Hollywood star also said she endured a lot of hate over her activism and re- revealed she even faced death threats because of it. She said, I had no idea of the resistance, the cruelty, the hate, and oppression that I would face. Um, and she said, I stayed uh, for 25 years until we had AIDS remedies being advertised on TV like we have aspirin. Uh, it did destroy my career. I didn't work for eight years. And she said, I was told if I said condom again, funding would be removed. I was threatened repeatedly. My life was threatened, and I decided I had to stick with it. And she insisted that she has no regrets, as she tearfully uh, shared at this event. Now, 37 million people are living with HIV, AIDS, living functionally and healthy. So she's done a good thing. So, so good on her. I watched a documentary last night. We were here about the earliest days of the AIDS crisis in uh, in uh, San Francisco. And I forgot that when it first started happening, they referred to it as gay cancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, so you see there's yeah. photographs and videos of, 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 uh, of uh, gay men outside, you know, looking up at these bulletins like, what? Like, right. You can see them just completely perplexed. Yeah, and then, you know, and then, yeah. then some of the, uh, you know, the public scorn was, you know, this is God's, yeah. you know, the... Uh, uh, Killing off homosexuals and stuff like that. It was very, very ugly towards the beginning. But fortunately, we're in a better place now, which is great. And for people like uh, Sharon Stone to blaze a trail is cool. Hey, Steve, you know what kind of dog she has? <laughs> French bulldog. <sighs> there you go. It, it, it's crazy, isn't it? They're everywhere. Uh, By the so, way, I'm an attorney. Listen to this. <laughs> while her latest... No, yeah, while, uh, uh, while on her latest tour for her film Babylon, Margot Robbie brought up how she wants to see a romance between her character, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy. While Robbie tells Variety she doesn't have a particular actress in mind, she is an advocate for a queer storyline. Robbie said, I've been pushing for that for years, and I can't tell you how hard I've been pushing for that. I want it. Uh, While Robbie's Harley Quinn does not have a confirmed return date to the franchise, uh, the antihero may reappear in the series in upcoming installments. She first played Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, returned in Birds of Prey, and then in The Suicide Squad. The problem is she's already established that character as hetero. I mean, unless she can she, dabble. I mean, maybe she can dabble. Maybe she goes to college. Oh, dude. Okay. Have you not known stories of people who have gotten married and then had that marriage splits and then they go off you into mean in real life. a homosexual relationship? Yeah, no, I know. Absolutely. So I they know. can easily do that. Uh, Robbie, uh, by the way, will not portray uh, the character in the new Joker film, uh, Joker Folly Adieu. With Joaquin Phoenix instead, Quim is going to be played by Lady Gaga. Yes, I, I remember this. I think that's a good choice. Lady Gaga would be fine, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, well, uh, James Gunn holding um, court now for DC and um, handling all this stuff. He's the one who directed that, the Suicide Squad movie, in which she did a great job. So I think we'll see her as Harley Quinn more. And she says that um, uh, Robbie says she's, she's happy to play the kind of character that many actresses can play. She said... Uh, it's such an honor to have built a foundation strong enough that Harley can now be one of those characters that other actors get to have a go at playing. And I think Lady Gaga will do something incredible with that. Uh, so she's open to seeing her uh, portray that character. Uh, and then uh, one last thing I wanted to mention, because uh, a friend of the show, or we like to feel he is a friend, uh, Kevin Bacon has scored his first solo entry on a Billboard songs chart 
thanks to the Guardians of the Galaxy Hollywood special. He sings a really good holiday song. Yep, the track, which is called Here It Is Christmas Time, debuts at number seven on holiday digital song sales. How about that? Number 10 on rock digital song sales, and number 27 on the all-genre digital song sales chart. Have any of you seen it? I, I saw it. Not. I've got, I have got. I want to see it. i got to get around to see it. I love it, and the song comes at a really good... I won't... I want you to just experience it for what it is. Okay. But during when he is, he performs this song, and I believe it's his brother as well, done up in alien makeup behind him. Uh, but uh, as it's happening, they uh, various characters are presenting gifts to each other. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, we're ready for the clips. Let's hit it. In Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. A father's wish magically brings a wooden boy to life in Italy, giving him a chance to care for the child. And here, director Guillermo del Toro explains how this movie allowed him uh, to take a souvenir. Here we go. Uh, Here, the beauty of animation, and this is important, uh, because we are working with many sets simultaneously. You need multiples of every puppet. So there's one for almost anyone that would want one. I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. This looks really good. It is that, um, you know, uh, stop motion, or at least appears to be stop motion. And it's apparently really close to the original story. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is out tomorrow on Netflix. All right, here's the next clip. Firefly Lane show about lifelong friends is back for a second and final season. In this clip, star Ben Lawson talks about wearing a wig on the show. No, it was it's it's dress ups, right? Like it's like acting is so fun because you just get to dress up and and you know put on hair and makeup and clothes and then it, it's just ridiculous. Shut the f- up. <laughs> I have like two episodes left. I, oh, do you like it? I blew through it when I was homesick. Yeah. I, this was what I was watching. What's um, it about? Yeah, I really like it. Uh, it's about two best friends. They're all in the TV industry, and uh, you know they flash back to from current to or uh, flash back to like the eighties. So it's like two uh, a news reporter and writer. Is that Catherine Heigl? Yeah, Catherine yeah. Heigl's in it. Um, flashing back to the eighties in in the newsroom. It's cool. I like huh. it. Uh, Firefly Lane season two is out on Netflix right now. And there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report for you. Um, this is a really cool thing. Casey just handed this to me. I heard tell that we were going to have this. And we have a screening of Avatar, The Way of Water. Whoa, yes, an nice. advanced screening. Yeah, IMAX 3D, bro. Yep, it's, it's got to be, bro. You a king of Prussia. <laughs> this is going to be, bro, on Tuesday, December 13th. Bro. And... I'll do the bros here, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I started the bros. All right, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Just, hey. <laughs> you didn't start sorry, bro. the bros. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It was always broing. It's a, this is a common uh, comment in my house. Stop calling me bro. Oh, oh really? Yes. Jace calls you bro? Bro. I'm like, go go clean your, go get your sneakers, get your sweatshirt, clean your room, something. Bro. <laughs> like, looking at me is, I'm like. Wait, uh, does he say it like this? Like, bro. Like, bro. bro. No, like, bro. Bra, bra, oh, that's bra, even more. That's Hawaiian. Like, really, yeah. you really want me to clean my room? Like, come bra, on, bra. Come bra. On, bra. Yeah, bra. I'm like, I'm not your bra. I'm not yeah. your bra. Stop it. I'm your ma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your ma. Anyway, uh, let's take callers 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. The screening is going to be at 7 p.m. It's a long movie. At the UA King of Prussia. And if you want a second chance to win, you can just text the word AVATAR to 39333. But we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Come and get them, brah. Brah. <laughs> brah. 
has been waiting for this movie to come out. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You got to take them. Yeah. How long is it? Is three it hours three plus. Three hours? Yeah. yeah. Three hours plus? Yeah. Woo! Woo! That's, yeah. A, that's a long one. It's a school one. night for <laughs> us. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's take a break, and we will come back in a moment. A very pretty uh, sunrise this morning as uh, we're heading into a Thursday. So uh, stay put. We'll be right back. Let's do this thing together. Seven to nine. Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks blackjack. Six sixty-eight Ben Franklin Highway in Birdsboro. Enter for a chance to win Eagles New York tickets or a James Bradbury autographed football, courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy two seventy-five Bud Light drafts, four-dollar Bud Light bottles, and five-dollar Bud Light next. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video uh, up for you to check out. It's called Christopher Titus. Titus stopped by last week, and uh, according to the description, it says Titus can't be sued for his new dark jokes about other people because those people are dead now. <laughs> uh, you can be the first to see the newest Daily Rush. Uh, you just subscribe to our YouTube channel, and it's all sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. So check that out when you get the opportunity, please. Okay, so Kathy's been out for a few days, got back yesterday, did the uh, um, holiday activities list, which is wonderful. We have been waiting for that. We've also been waiting for a <laughs> vagina story. Vagina. That she told us she had. She teased us with it. Yeah. And was unable to articulate it. And in fact, I think it was one of your last things. You were like, I Vagina story, I want to tell you. I wrote Nick a note because I forget yeah. what you were you were talking about something, and then I just wrote him a note and I was like, here. <laughs> and have, Nick held on to the note. Yeah. He's holding it up. What does it say there, Nick? It says, I have a vagina story when I can talk again. Okay. <laughs> I like this text that came in too, Preston. Uh it says, Can we hear the Kathy getting shot in the vagina story now? Getting shot. <laughs> no. Well that's not what happened. What well? Okay. Oh, I did get shot. Uh, yes, uh, that's pretty much what happened. So what? I, so not listen, not with a gun. Okay, it's <laughs> a bow and arrow. Yeah. So um, I went to get a pedicure the other day, and uh, uh, they give you shots in your vagina. Listen, you that? and so I, I, you know, it, it's kind of. It's relaxing. It's um, the woman that I go to. I go to her all the time, and uh, there's a language barrier, so we don't talk all that much. She okay. says hello. She's very pleasant. Mm-hmm. And then I we, I sit, relax uh, during my pedicure. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll look on my phone. I'll scroll through Instagram. If I have emails, I'll, you know, sometimes I'll get on a phone call. You're one-handed, right? Or she's doing your, your manicure? No, no, no pedicure. Pedicure. Oh, pedicure. I'm sorry. So okay. I'm just By the way, you got to paint my nails at some point. Yes, yeah. not a problem. We're going to do maybe today. All right, go ahead. Um, so I, w- you know, and I had uh, put comfy clothes on. And I was, you know, all comfortable, relaxed, sitting there ready to start my pedicure. Uh, and so she, sa- she says, okay, one foot in the, the tub and one foot out. Because she was going to take the, the nail polish off of that I had on my toes. Um, and so she starts the water to the tub. And the, it's like almost like a, a mini like jacuzzi. There's a jet in there. So yeah, it massages your feet while, yeah. you're, while you're in there. Well, I'm, I'm very curious how this works its way up your leg. So okay. The, the, the story. The There's jet, a vagina setting. The cover, <laughs> the cover on the jet was not properly on. So she turned the water on. Oh, no. And it was one straight line. So one leg is in the tub. The other is up. So my leg, my legs are kind of separated. Akimbo. Okay. And she, sh- the water shoots 
directly. I mean, when a I high tell you, pressure jet. high pressure jet directly into my vagina. Oh <laughs> my God! And she so pressure washed well, and your cooter, and it's continuous water. It's it's not yeah, stopping, so no. it's it's shooting to, directly right. between my legs as I'm sitting in the pedicure chair, <laughs> and I'm like. I just looking at her like because there's no, I, keep I mean, it going. No, I, I knew you were gonna say that. Where can I get one of these? What were you wearing at the time? Um, so I just had on like uh, yoga pants and oh my god, very thin. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, dude. That, yeah. And I had this like warm puffy um, vest on with a long sleeve <laughs> shirt under it. So she looks at me and she goes. Oh, and she, she, so she, tr- instead of, she freaks out, right? Because she's that now. That was for your butthole. Wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> now she's embarrassed. So she goes to try to fix the, the thing on the jet. She knows what's wrong immediately. Yeah, yeah. So she goes to try to fix it. So instead of turning the water off, she's trying to fix it. So now it's spraying up onto my chest. Oh, my God. Oh. You're getting totally hosed out. So it's, it's girls gone wild. Girls yeah. gone wild in the nail salon. I oh. went for, like, a relaxing pedicure. So she she starts wiping, like, my chest and my upper Take your area. top off. And, and I'm like, I just go, give me the towel. So I take the towel. I stand oh. up because it's literally in... The seat that I was sitting in was one giant puddle oh, of water. Goodness. I was not the first time. Yeah. I mean, soaked and like between my legs, not like it was just soaked. <laughs> so I have, um, we've all used pressure washers. If you get it down to like a the thin stream, uh-huh. and I was pressure washing a, a, a deck, and I was wearing just, you know, sneakers. Brought it across my foot. It hurt like a son of a bitch. Steve, oh, dude, yeah, can cut. Yeah, I have a friend who um, was power washing his house, and, right. and it uh, it got wrapped around the tube, got wrapped around yeah. his ankle, so he lost control of it and dropped it, and it sprayed across his calf. He had to get stitches. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was it was that kind of stream. So it wasn't that it, it, molesting it, you. It was yeah. It was like well, no, it wasn't like that. I certainly it wasn't hurt by it. <laughs> I just was soaking wet. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was, think of a jacuzzi tub, and when you turn the um, you know, the jet's on. That's what it was. It was one direct jet just wow. right, Somebody right to text, my crotch. Somebody texts it in and is curious how this did not end up on your holidays activity list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holiday activities. And then, wait, and then she goes to me after I finally, like, dry up the puddle that I was sitting in. And I'm like... I'm like, well, what do I do? We hadn't even started. I needed to get it done. Like, she's hard to get an appointment with. And I was like, so I kind of just sat back down. She goes, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. I'm soaking wet. Came oh, for a relaxing no. pedicure. I'm great. Sure, get to it. I'm wearing a wet T-shirt, <laughs> and my vagina is now all spick and span. Yeah. I'm good no. to go. Yeah. Did you have a change of, of clothes in the car or anything like that? No, I mean it was right down the street. I was going home after, so okay. I just you don't keep an way. extra set of clothes in case you pressure wash your vagina. <laughs> wow! I swear, I got to work and the panties were wet. What is? <laughs> what is that? Well, that's me. <laughs> I swear, I got to work and the panties were wet. What in oh, the hell have been, could I oh, have been talking about? You're reading Bill's letter to form. Oh, oh yeah, is that right? It well, it sounds like you're reading. You're reading. Got to work. I don't know. I don't think so. Hang on. No? Wait, no, no. I, I changed it up. I, I found another one. I just did a search for wet in our uh, little yeah. thingy here, and uh, and that's the one thing that I found. And then I found another thing. Uh, but you got to wait for it. There you go. 
All right. See what this hang, is. Hang on a My underwear is wet. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. I like the panties one better. Yeah, it's yeah, better. It is good. Yeah, maybe maybe I was reading a uh, a letter from someone. Sounds like you're reading yeah. something. Wow. Uh, so wow. <laughs> You must have, did you feel a little bad for her because it's well, like yeah, she was she panicking. Was, she was embarrassed. She's like, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you I was didn't like, pay for that. <laughs> but you know what? And I was, I was texting with a friend yeah. and uh, she was like, well, you should definitely like get a discount or something on your pedicure. Um, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you didn't? No. No, really? it was an accident. It, it wasn't doesn't a, matter. Like, yeah, that's like if, it, well, if like a waiter spills something on you, like usually you're getting something taken off the bill. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I had that happen one night. Uh, we were eating dinner. It was at, uh, well, it's not there anymore. Ruth's Chris, anyway. Yeah. And uh, and the waiter dropped something right in my lap. Uh, and they, they ended up, uh, what did they do for us? I don't know, I don't know if they comped. They, uh, they power pressure washed your wife's <laughs> vagina. No, they they offered to clean, they, to pay for a cleaning bill yeah. if, if, oh. if they wanted to. And they, I, don't, I don't remember if they took something off the... Uh, off the uh, uh, the bill or not? I was at a restaurant and the waiter dropped uh, buffalo hot sauce in my butthole. Oh, and oh, I'm, like, wait a second. And I'm like, I at least want some free wings. <laughs> I actually, yeah. I got uh, hot sauce, uh, uh, hot pizza sauce from Pizza Hut dropped down my butt. I got second. I remember burned. that story. You got yeah. I got burned. Did you I mean, did you get something for that? So yeah, uh, I got twenty percent off my bill. Right, uh, and eight million dollars. <laughs> a, a, a mini NCAA basketball. Uh, so it was uh, getting close to March Madness. And then uh, we ended up suing them. Um, I, I, oh, you did? I didn't want to. Here's the what? deal. My uncle uh, was a partner in a law firm. Have you been burned by a pizza? No, yeah. So here's the deal. We Nothing's over. We weren't going to sue. It wasn't anything along those lines. It, it wasn't ever in our mind. You know that pizza burns kill over a thousand people every year? <laughs> So they convinced you to do the lawsuit case. Yeah, my my. So my mom's talking to my aunt. Her, my aunt's husband is a partner in a law firm. Oh yeah, Casey got burned. You know, second degree burns. We had to take him to the doctor. I had to get like a special cream. Blah blah blah. Like two days later, I get a phone call from a uh, from a lawyer. Uh, hey, you know, heard that this hey. happened to you, and you know. The, I didn't make any money. I I, I think right. I got a couple hundred bucks. It paid for my ring, uh, okay. my, my class ring. That was it. Look, wait, let me back up a second. How, how did the lawyer find out about you? Because my mom, my mom talked to my aunt. My aunt's husband okay. is uh, a, a partner. He's a partner in a law firm. Okay, one of the biggest law firms <laughs> in the city of Philadelphia. And then I, I guess maybe he. Told him about these guys just see dollar signs. This was Dude, like not I, far I, long after the lady burned herself with McDonald's coffee. Yes. So I, I have a friend of mine who was, who was going through a lawsuit recently, and it came from uh, it, it was a partnership that that ended up breaking up, and, and it it ended amicably. Right. But a lawyer started talking to the other guy, mm-hmm. and the dude turned on him. Just turned on him. Really? And yeah, because a lawyer started talking to him, saying, "Hey, you can, you know." You can do this and that, and it's like that's why, dude. What are you, are you kidding me? It's such it's almost the anomaly when somebody says, "Ah, it's not worth it." Just forget. It. We'll yeah. just move move on to live your life because there are, like, I, I know that uh, Pennsylvania is one of the most predatory states when it comes to uh, insurance companies will hire just guys to go through records of accidents all the time and contact people who are in, even if it's like fender benders or whatever, and try to get them to sue. Speaking of lawsuits, the insurance company. <clears throat> there's a, a class action lawsuit uh, of people dealing with baggage handlers from American Airlines, and I've gotten several emails. Have you guys gotten any of these? No. no. All right. And, and I 
I haven't pursued it at all. And there was so, a company offering to power wash my vagina. Right. <laughs> this was a different email. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, um, no, no. It was just, I was like, is this legit? Because I've flown American a few times over the last, you know, decade, obviously. And, and I'm just, I have no idea. I haven't pursued it. It very well could be. Else. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it's one of these things that seems like there's some legitimacy to it, but I just well, don't know. Is it coming I, from American Airlines? No, no. It's coming from, it's Steve, it's like one of those uh, law firms, but it's like, you flew on these such and such dates. I'm right. like, I don't know if this is a scam or not. Right. Are you uh, Nigerian? I'm going to go to some calls of people that have gotten free things uh, <laughs> because of, uh, you know, somebody spilling something on yeah. them or shooting something in their vagina or whatever may happen. <laughs> oh, my thing with the buffalo hot sauce. I'm going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Kathy, she hydrated your boobs. She sure <laughs> she did. did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. What's up, Mike? So uh, a couple months ago, I had a childhood fear realized. Um, I was getting a haircut, and I found out just how sharp those scissors are. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, she nicked the top of my ear, and I, she didn't realize it at first either. I felt it right away, but I, I, I didn't really want to say anything. Right. And then she looked, and she noticed all the blood that was. Oh, oh my God. God. When you, when you cut strong. your ear, it bleeds like a mother. Yeah, but also those those scissors are Really sharp, very much. Yeah, so. I didn't. Re- I thought, <laughs> I didn't realize how sharp. She essentially just shaved the top layer of skin off my ear. Oh, oh my god! Uh, well, that's uh, why Edward Scissorhands could not have a girlfriend. All right, and <laughs> so what ended up happening? No, she didn't charge me. Uh, she was more mortified than I was. She's like 20, 20 some years in the business. That's never happened, you know. Right. Um, so next time I went to her, I just walked in with my entire ear bandaged. Yeah. Oh. Hey, my quick question. <laughs> Uh, I don't name the place uh, that you went to, but is it a chain or is it like a like a mom and pop type of place? No, she was actually the owner of the swap. Okay, ear cutters in media. Yeah. No, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's and and she's probably one of the reasons she was freaked out is like, oh my god, this guy's going to sue me, you know? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. But like, a, like every kid has that fear of you know. Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then yeah. it happens when you're an adult. That it's funny you know. we had uh, the shaving grace guys in here that time the owner was shaving my head. I, I think you know anytime you're taking a razor or something sharp to somebody's head, even a nick, yeah. you know, could be a big problem. By the way, those those people uh I'll bet they cut themselves all the time. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely yeah. That yeah. happened to me with the, uh, Jackie who cuts my hair uh and that's that's why Jackie I know. No, oh. no, no, her just uh, no, it's just Jackie. Okay. Um what the hell is her last name? <laughs> Give me a second, Jack. I'll figure it out. Uh, she uh, she cut herself, and and that's how I know scissors are so sharp because she just grazed her finger with the uh, with the blade of the scissors, and man, did it like it opened was, up. Yeah, it really uh, did. Jackie gonna, Ford. Jackie Ford. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Good morning, bitches. What's up? What's up, bitch? <laughs> so, if you remember the macaroni grill restaurant, yeah. loved it. And three other guys. We were restaurant management. And we sit down, and the waiter comes over, opens a bottle of wine, and slices his thumb open on the foil. Oh, oh All over everyone. He was so bleeding all over the place? He's bleeding all over on the table, on food, you name it. Oh. And it's just, oh the God. manager comes over because he caught a corner of his eye. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He bought all of his dinner. We probably had a $250 dinner that night, but he just, he just took care of everything. And this waiter was just... Didn't know what to do with himself. Oh, wow. look, he's making you fresh tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, not even kidding. Not Dude, that's kidding. crazy that right. the, the blood. So, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Did you guys, uh, even though you got the meal comp, did you tip the waiter? Yeah, we did. We felt bad. He was a young kid. He was probably 20, 21, just yeah. trying to make a living, probably in college or whatever. But, yeah, we gave him a good tip. Good. He, By the he, way, he, he was mortified. 
Just a side note, Macaroni Grill had some of the best bread I've ever had in my life. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Are they around oh, yeah. anymore? I don't uh, think so. Yeah, he agrees. See, okay. he, knows, he knows bread, this man. Press, when I was waiting tables once, I, I'm pretty sure I told the story on this show. Um, I had a plate of spaghetti, and sometimes when the, the spaghetti hasn't been properly drained, yeah, it's a little it's slippery. <laughs> and I went to go put the plate on the table. Uh-huh. The plate went on the table. The spaghetti just kept on going. Like, the entire thing of spaghetti ended up on this lady's lap. Oh, but like, no. Yeah. And, Was and it hot? Well, I would imagine. So. You could have done a porn version of Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. Um, the the thing is, so uh, I didn't know that lady, but she was eating dinner with my friend's mom. So at least I know Helen. And uh, I, I I don't I don't recall. I don't think I ever like went to management and said, "Hey, man, I just <laughs> dropped her entire yeah, yeah. dish on her lap. Can we get her, uh, you know, a comp or anything like that?" But right. like they were super cool about it. You know, okay. mm-hmm. you got lucky. Uh, let me go to Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's up, Taylor? I'm good. This was like 20 years ago in Disney World, a Magic Kingdom. We were doing a character breakfast, and I was like 10 years old, and the waiter dropped an entire tall glass of chocolate milk all down the front of me. My head, hair, everywhere. <gasps> oh, my, my God. God. Okay. I was crying profusely oh. because I was so upset, and all they gave us was vouchers for a new set of outfit for me. To pick out new clothes and like two fast passes for the whole family oh, to get to the front of two rides. That's not no bad. No comp for the meal or anything. I would have comped the meal too. That's not bad though. Yeah, that's not it bad. It wasn't bad, but I remember being so upset because like I was just covered in chocolate milk and smelled like it all day, and I hate chocolate. Oh, uh, well, that's a problem. What? Now, if you like chocolate, it might have been a bonus. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've never been about chocolate, so like I was so upset. What characters were you meeting, Taylor? Do you remember? Um, it was the normal characters, like the Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, okay. Pluto. All right. Well, well, you got an outfit out of it and some fast passes. <laughs> I did. I remember right. I kept that outfit forever. I never wanted to get rid of it. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right. We'll go next to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, Queef Splat. Hey, Splat. The home planet of E.T. E. <laughs> Uh, so I was uh, I was waiting tables uh, a long time ago, and I was clearing the table, and the guy went to put a thing of salad dressing as I was walking away on the plate, and it went directly onto my crotch. Oh. His his instinct made him grab a napkin and try to start wiping it off yes. in front of his wife. Yep. So we ended up getting a really good laugh about it, and they had like a forty dollar bill and gave me a twenty five dollar. Dude, what what kind of salad dressing was it? Because it could have looked really bad. Yes, it was ranch, which looked uh, really bad the rest of the night. I had to bring yeah, that uh, sure. apron on. All right, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate thanks. it. By the way, that, there's a there's a, a movie gag, and you've seen it several times, where somebody will spill something on someone, and then immediately, like on a woman's start chest, dabbing, they'll yeah. start to dab, like which is a reaction. A oh reflex. my god, let me get that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that happens <laughs> in, uh, in real life. I did, I, I, and then I people are, and, and then people are like, "Get your hands off!" Yeah. What? Did it to Kathy with a uh, cigarette. Do you remember that, Kath? No. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, it was Camp Out for Hunger. I got cigarette ashes on your uh, chest. And I, like, my... If, and Did you go to, like, sweep it off? That was my first inclination. Right. Oh, was let me get just that. go get, you know, it wasn't like... It was, like, <laughs> I think just slightly above... Like the breast, but it was on her chest. Oh my it god! Was on, and I did that, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the freak am I doing?" <laughs> that's that's not quite like the time I outright grabbed Marissa's breast. <laughs> you thought it was, it was? She was dressed up as little Kim, uh-huh. yeah, with one boob exposed, but she had one of those chicken cutlet yeah, over, uh, it. over it. 
And I, I don't know why, I just, <laughs> I just grabbed it and jiggled it. And I'm like, dude, you just grabbed her boob. Oh what are God. you doing? Oh and this is like when we just started right, working right, yeah, together, yeah. too. I'm like, oh, my God. She says you. she knows why you were drinking. Uh, yes. oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was at a Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah, we were yeah, all yeah. dressed up and, and lit up. And I was like, oh, my God, you moron. Uh, I'm going to go to Samantha. Hey, Samantha, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Samantha? So I used to waitress, and funny enough, it was at Macaroni Grill. Ah, <laughs> great bread. <laughs> and um, um, so in I think it was in Ramsey, yeah, Ramsey, New Jersey. And uh, I, <laughs> it was like my beginning waitressing job. Yeah. And I was holding a tray of drinks, <laughs> and the lady tried to grab the drink, and the whole cup. <sighs> The whole cup fell into her bag, like cup and all, and Diet Coke. <laughs> and I'm standing there, and I'm like just with my two fingers, like picking the cup out of her bag. Like, uh. So this was into a purse, all her belongings, her... Into it. Oh, the cup, God. Everything inside the purse. I wish it went on the outside. It went inside. <laughs> Wait, so she was trying to take it off of your tray? It was kind of her fault. Yeah. Yeah. They, you'd be surprised as a server how many people try to do that. They try to help you. Yeah. And because of the way the glasses are. Yeah. 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 There's it's balance. balance. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, yeah. Uh, all right. And so, so did did she uh, did she raise a stink about it? Or did she realize it was her so fault? They were great with me. They were like, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. And I immediately go to my manager. And I'm like, I just dropped a whole glass of Diet Coke in this woman's purse. And they're just staring at me. And I'm like... Okay, well, I'm just letting you know, like, hey, go, go over there. And they don't. And then next thing you know, the, the couple gets mad. Yeah. No one came over. Yeah. And they wound up paying for her purse to be cleaned. Mm. Uh, I guess some of it got on her coat. And then they, and that wasn't good enough. So the people, like, made a big stink. It was like, I want my whole meal comp. So they wound up getting their meal comp. But they were great to me. They had no yeah. They probably would have been fine if if, if yeah. management had come over and said, we'll, we'll do this for you yeah. because of a mistake. I mean, did yeah. she she probably didn't complain about the Coke in her purse, right? That uh, The cocaine. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <No. laughs> it was a whole glass. Like, yeah. all that if, was if, gone. If you, if you take care of that stuff quickly, yeah. um, I think people appreciate That's it. That's what they want, oh, yeah. for the yeah, most part. No, the manager, like, did not go over. Like, they got their food. Mistake. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I, why are you not going over to the table? You need to fix this. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you, Samantha. At least it turned out all right for her. But, but you responded quickly to your um, pressure washing of your vagina, right? You, I mean, you, you did it. Was it cold, the water? No, it was warm because oh, she well, was making go. the the tub that well, my feet were going to go yeah. in warm. Okay. So, no, it was warm water. But, uh, yeah. It was... This has all good elements. She was wearing thin pants. It yeah. was warm water. Uh-huh. The, stri- the jet stream wasn't so strong that it hurt her. Uh, all it did was just soak you a little bit. Well, and they were yoga. Made me happy. They were yoga pants, so typically, you know, you're sweating. <laughs> They're like, you know, they'll they'll soak up the sweat. But it was like I said, when I stood up, yeah. I was sitting in a puddle. So like, I was I was wet the entire time. And when it I got sucks. home, took the pants off, they were still wet. Uh, Nick, you've mentioned class action lawsuits. I got a text from my friend who she says she got like five dollars in a class action lawsuit. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Uh, it was because she had gone and seen Millie Vanilli in concert. Yes. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. That's great. One of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I had a friend, oh, wow. a male friend who applied for a job at uh, Hooters. I think I've, I've shared this before. Yeah. And yeah. he, uh, there was a class action suit. All he was applying for a job was like in the kitchen. He wanted yeah. to, and, and so there was uh, a class action suit for uh, male servers who said that they wanted to work at Hooters, but they ended up winning that suit, and he ended up getting like $1,000 a month. Or I'm sorry, $1,000 a year for like five or six years. It was, you know. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. it was just because he had applied for a job. He wasn't even a part of the lawsuit. Steve, this text is for you. It says they have great knockoff macaroni grill bread at Lidl. If you want to go Lidl. There, oh, if you want to go right. there, they have that there. So, Or you could probably maybe do a search and see if there's uh, uh, in other well, there's uh, a, supermarkets like Acme or something like that. There is a Romano's macaroni grill in Harrisburg, Steve. That's the closest one in Pennsylvania. I gotta go, guys. So, yeah, Road yeah, trip. Yeah. Yep. Brindle Drive. Alright, we need to take a break. Kathy, thank you for sharing your vagina yeah. with us this You are morning. welcome. Put your heart nice to travel down that road this morning. Very road. All right, uh, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Bizarre file stories aplenty when we return, so stay put. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A little bit later this morning, we are going to welcome into our studio Mr. John McKeever, who we've had him before for yes. Delco proper fame. Uh, but he has written and directed a um, a movie. It's an it's a original holiday movie for QVC+. And it's called Holly and the Hot Chocolate. So we're going to talk to him, local guy, diving into that. That's really awesome. They're getting into the uh, the holiday romance field, and this is their debut feature. It's pretty cool. So we'll talk to uh, John later on this morning, um, and we're going to do the Bizarre File right now. That's what we're going to do. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, we're going to start with this uh, disturbing story, and we probably covered this when it initially happened, but uh, this is a bit of a follow-up. Ludovic uh, Michaud uh, was driving around the scenic Red Rock landscapes of Utah's Arches National Park on a windy spring day in 2020 when something unthinkable happened. A metal gate whipped around, sliced through the passenger door of his car, and decapitated his new 25-year-old wife, Esther. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, her last name was uh, Nakajigo. Uh, the tragic accident is now subject of a wrongful death lawsuit that Mashad and Nakajigo's family are pursuing, in which they argue the U.S. Park Service was negligent and did not maintain the gates at the entrances and exits to the parks. Uh, in the opening statements Monday in Salt Lake City, attorneys representing Mashad and Nakajigo's family said that they were seeking $140 million in damages from the government. Uh, the family's lawsuit claims when the national parks reopened, uh, rangers at the park did not secure the gate in place, which in effect turned a metal pipe into a spear that went straight through the side of the car, decapitating and killing her. That's just crazy. I saw a picture of the car. It was The damage is insane. Uh, United States attorneys did not dispute that the park official should shoulder the blame. Cut her head off. <clears throat> but uh, argued the amount that the family should be awarded is far less and called into question ways in which the damages being sought were calculated. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what ends up happening. Uh, A rail passenger in China who reclined his seat without notifying the person sitting behind him must pay damages of $475. What Uh, happened? The complainant 
A university student identified in court documents as Wang uh, was using a newly purchased laptop on a fold-down table on a train uh, to the Chinese city of Wuhan. Uh, Lu was sitting in front of him and reclined his chair, crushing Wang's laptop and leaving lasting damage to the screen. Who's Lu? Hey, Wang. Now, mind you, these chairs are made to uh, recline that way. Yes. Uh, So so it's really not his fault that he was simply using the uh, equipment as it is allowed to be used. But according to the people's courts, uh, Lou neglected his obligation to inform... Judge Woody. uh, uh, ...to inform that he had planned to recline his seat despite a sign compelling all travelers to, quote, please notify the passenger in the rear row when adjusting your seat. There you go. So you're supposed to do that. All right. Uh, Wang alerted police who initiated discussions, but he and Lou failed to reach a compensation agreement, prompting Wang to sue Lou. Uh, Wang demanded uh, Lou... If your laptop has been crushed, <laughs> give me a call. John Rambo, attorney of law. Uh, Wang had... Uh, I handle divorces, vaginal water burns... Oh, no. ...and crushed <laughs> laptops. Vaginal water. It's a very specific industry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow, the People's Court ordered Lou to pay Wang uh, about uh, $475 in the suit. A Chicago police officer vacationing in Florida was arrested uh, early on Monday after being caught urinating into an ice machine oh at a beachside bar, according to police who charged the visiting lawman with battery and disorderly conduct. What a pig. According to uh, police, an employee of the Jimmy B's Beach Bar in St. Petersburg was attempting to get ice from the ice machine around 12.30 a.m. when he discovered Henry Kapouch pissing on the ice machine. Oh, my God. Uh, when the worker... It's a Chicago thing. Uh, Richard Cleese told Kapouch to stop. The accused urinator cursed Cleese and shoved him a couple of times. Uh, Kapouch subsequently shoved a security guard, cops allege. Uh, upon arriving in the bar, which is part of the Beachcomber Resort, police found Kapouch and his girlfriend on the nearby sand. Uh, Kapouch, sh- cops charged, was actively resisting and not obeying lawful commands while being detained. Uh, he bonded out of jail early Monday after posting $650. Uh, they said that he showed an indication of alcohol influence. <laughs> and uh, Kapouch is a Chicago Police Department officer who's been on the force for five years. People use that ice. An Orlando caterer accused of being involved with food laced with marijuana at a wedding now faces a lawsuit from one of the wedding guests. Jocelyn Bryant catered the wedding back in February, which is when deputies found multiple guests high on marijuana. Deputies said uh, they spoke with several of the guests who had told deputies they began to feel sick after eating food at the wedding venue provided by Bryant's catering service, which is called Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen. After guests were taken to the hospital while suffering from the effects of the marijuana, both Bryant and the bride, uh, Dania Svoboda, were arrested. Yeah, I Uh, remember this. Food recovered uh, from the scene tested positive for THC. The lawsuit shows that one of the guests at the wedding, uh, Virginia Ann Taylor Svoboda, filed a lawsuit against Bryant, which says that the caterer knowingly allowed the food to be served while laced with marijuana. And I guess the bride was in on it, too. That's the word. And you can't can't do do that. that. Now for the first time in his man and wife at the seahorse party. Yeah. Uh, my, my, Seahorses forever. 
my friend works for um, a wedding venue, and she she's gotten this question a number of times. People, you can't dose people without letting them without know. Letting them you know. can't say, "Look, there's there's weed in here. Yeah. You don't want it. Don't well, eat you, it." You also can't. It's illegal. You also can't serve it to right, every, right, all right. of your guests. Yeah, put fentanyl in the stew. Yeah. Um, this is out of Louisiana. Firefighters are investigating a house fire at uh, a home for the fourth time since what? 2020. First responders got the call after 8 o'clock Saturday evening. What once was a childhood home now remains as ash and debris. And for the fourth time in less than three years, Robert Adels discovered the place that he grew up was caught on fire. Oh, the, Lord Jesus, this is a fire. The first three times, his brother Johnny Miller was uh, reportedly responsible and arrested on arson charges by the state fire marshal's office. Adels said, I had a whole flow of emotions coming through. That's my brother. That's family. Second off, he's igniting our family home. Our family home is burning to the ground while he's watching it. Complete pyro. Uh, The fire destroyed uh, destroyed the only family belongings they had left. But here's the deal. After Adels' mother passed away in 2018, family members were preparing to sell the home. But he said his brother disagreed with the plan. He said he verbally told us. And he would rather see it burned to the ground before we did anything like that with the home. He just didn't want to see it sold. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he, he didn't want to see anybody else living there since his family it was his family home. So I'll burn it down. Uh, the first time it caught on fire was February 2020. Then again in April of 2020. Then again in October of 2020. Uh, the home was declared unlivable and didn't have electricity. Yet neighbors in the area uh, say it seemed that someone was staying there. They say the frequent fires have them concerned for their safety. And this time, the house next door no. was caught on fire as well. Uh, the cause of this fire is still being uh, investigated, and so far no arrests have been made. The state fire marshal's office is in charge of that investigation. All right, and that is what I have in today's Bizarre File for you. We will take a break, but not before we give away some passes to the Christmas Miracle. It's a Christmas Miracle! Yeah! All right, we're starting to, to get things together for this event, which is going to be on the 21st. We will be broadcasting live from Parks Casino. And we can take five callers right now. First five callers, 215-263-WMMR. You need to be a fan of this show because if you get called up onto the stage, yes. we might ask you a trivia question about something obscure about this particular program. And in order to win, you need to know the answer. And God forbid you give a wrong answer to an easy question. The crowd will let you know about it. The more you know. So you can bring a friend, but only you are qualified to be in that contest. We do have other prizes to win with the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition and some other things. There's going to be live music and all that. You need to be there by 6 a.m. on the 21st. So we'll take those first five callers at 215-263-WMMR and put you on the list. And we will see you there. On the 21st. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a sec. Hang in there. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. 
Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. The uh, big friggin' deal this week I'd like to remind you of is a lift ticket to Montage Mount Resort for just 40 bucks. Cool. And, uh, yep, you can get that through Sunday. Uh, WMMR.com keyword is deal, and that's while supplies last. And that's usually... You like a fifty percent discount, sometimes even more. The, the, honestly, uh, when you go to the the big freaking deal, it sort of becomes white noise if you if you're not paying attention. But really, when we mention these uh, these big freaking deals, yeah, there are a lot of money to be saved. Uh, and listeners can uh, check back in on the new year for potential cardboard classic Mountain Fest deals. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's down the road a little bit, so that'll be happening. But that's, of course, yeah, we're doing our Cardboard Classic at Montage Mountain first time this time around. Uh, so we're excited about that. But you can get right now the uh, uh, just a regular lift ticket to Montage Mountain for 40 bucks. Uh, so go to WMMR.com uh, and use the keyword DEAL, and you can get that while supplies last. Uh, so a few of these start to trickle in this time of year, this right. uh, of the year. Uh, things, you know, lists at the end of the I year, like people of the year, stuff like that. Yeah. We'll start with a biggie, which is Times uh, Person of the Year, and they ranked a Ukrainian president of Vladimir Zelensky as the Person of the Year for 2022. I never really read Time Magazine, and I don't read the articles of the Person of the Year thing. Do they do other people at the end of the year, or they just pick one person? This is their big thing. I know it's their big thing, but but, but I'm curious if they have other categories. Uh, They they will mention potential runners-up uh, but I, it, Preston, it has been years since I read Time Magazine yeah. uh, and Newsweek. They used to be the two that you'd go to, and now there's really not much of a an impact except Cause, for this. Because like Forbes will do several different categories. Yes. They'll do you know like we had the thirty under thirty uh, guy the other day, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll do a few different things. But I didn't know if Time they do a bathing suit category ranks them oh. uh, or or, yeah. or with other you know like business person of the year or celebrity of the year or anything like that. So one, I, I do. One year know. was the computer that was the person of the year person yeah of the year yeah do you remember the year where it was uh you it was the person of the year and then they had a mirror on the front right yes youtube started getting uh huge by the way Zelensky's going to be the next guest on uh my next guest with david letterman which was a oh, great wow. show and okay. uh, dave goes to the ukraine uh to sit down with uh, Zelensky. they just re- released a trailer yesterday the day before um but uh, yeah i'm looking forward to that uh, the magazine said it honored Zelensky and his people for providing that, proving that courage can be as contagious as fear, uh, for stirring people and nations to come together in defense of freedom, uh, for reminding the world of the fragility, fragility, fragility. of uh, democracy and of peace. So they have named that. Uh, another of the year uh, thing that's come out is uh, Google's. Uh, Year in search review uh, right. for 2020. Kind of gives you a peek into what we were thinking about and yep. looking for information about. Yep. So uh, they have their global searches. They have their uh, news searches. Porn pe- searches. People and actors. Uh, they did not do a porn They didn't do a felching or anything? Like no. no. You know, it's actually good for that, Preston, just as on, a, on a really purely research level. <laughs> the Bing search engine. I'm a fan. I am a fan. Let's just say that that gives you what you need. Uh, So the global search is number one for 2022. Uh, Drumroll. Oh, yeah. I got you. The top search was Wordle. Ah. By the way, they Accepting is for Micah. (laughs) Uh, Wordle couldn't make it? 
The Wordle couldn't make it. It's um, busy. It's very busy. Um, they have a Wordle like board game now. Did you know that, Press? I did not. Yeah. From the New York Times, they're the owners of it now. Yeah, right? yeah. So now it's available. Yeah, but how boring? Do you just do one word a day? Uh, n- I I don't know how it's played. Well, if it's a board game, it would be active with other participants. You'd play against other people. Wouldn't that be Scrabble? <laughs> No, I guess. Well, no, because Scrabble, you get your you're... vagina power washed what? once. No, I know. Suddenly, you're you know. asking. I don't understand. Well, Scrabble, you Explain write words down. Me, Wordle, you're guessing words. So maybe you are trying to guess. Casey, you the know same they made... words at the same you know same time, and whoever gets it in less. They made a words with friends board game. Yeah. Words with friends is Scrabble. Is Scrabble. <laughs> yeah. and, and so they made yep. an actual words with friends board game, and I'm like, I already got Scrabble at home. Right? It's just that the, in Scrabble, the word, uh, the letter, uh, the values, values are different. Yeah, right? yeah. you know, in in uh, Scrabble, like the X is worth eight, and yeah, I think, but essentially yeah. it's the exact same, the same game. game. Yep, yeah, yep. So interesting. Uh, so Wordle was number one. Uh, for the Google searches of 2022, uh, next was India versus England. Uh, then you Soccer, had, probably? I, I assume. Yeah. Mm, uh, then you have... No, no I don't think Cricket, so. maybe? Cricket? Maybe. Yeah. No. Or maybe Wordle, the board game. Cricket is the big game in India. Um, Ukraine right. was also on. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> and <laughs> the last one, it's... And I'm, I'm going to... It's I-N-D versus S-A. Ind versus Sa. Yeah. Is it Indiana, I don't Indianapolis know versus San Antonio? What the hell is that? Well, no, I guess not because... India versus South Africa? Ah. That's got to be uh, it. it that sounds like... Is it cricket? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, remember the match where uh, South Africa won by five wickets? Oh, yes. my, oh, oh my yes. God. Yeah. I was just talking about that. I dinner. literally crapped myself, Nick, when I was watching were, that. Steve, you remember there were two balls left. Two balls. I'm, like, I'm just turning my mind because look at you. There are two balls left. That October 30th match. I want to wicket there. By the way, is a, is a wicket like a run, I, I assume? Probably. I, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, man, which is a meal. There was a... Uh, the, when we did that um, mystery trip, to, I think it was to Jamaica, Casey and I found a sports section of the local newspaper, and they had cricket updates. And I remember sitting on, we were probably high, but we were sitting on the bus <laughs> trying to understand what the hell was going on in a cricket match. Yeah. And it was such, it was like reading a foreign language. I sure, sure. Feel, I feel like I could be good at cricket. Do you think so? I do. I do. Well, yeah. I, I'd like I'm to sure try there's it. some leagues around here. I'd like to try it. Uh, I know that the pitch comes in a little bit different, if they even call it a pitch. I don't know what they call it, but... Uh, well, it's a bowler is the person who... Uh, who throws that? Yeah, uh, I just I feel like when I look at the mechanics of it all, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like the ball's easier to hit. It's a game I've tried to learn, yeah. and and I, I lose interest. I think it might be kind of interesting to try to play it. Yeah. I assume if uh, and, and what I should do is just find a uh, a YouTube video that is you know cricket for idiots. <laughs> And uh, explain the game to you, and you can probably figure it out fairly quickly. You know, you could probably learn about it. Person, go to like a gentleman's club. Ah, yes, but like the sport of gentlemen. But I wonder if, let's say, there's a guy who's a fringe major league baseball player, right? Right. Uh, Could he? he, uh, Would he excel at that? Like, so they're trying to do that in rugby here in the United States right now. Like, they're they're, look at how well Michael Jordan played baseball. But they're they're trying to find guys that are like fringe NFL players Ah. to bolster the. United States 
Um, bad word. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. You uh, stopped in the middle of the word country. What's yeah. bad about that? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about that hairy country. Yeah. 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 So, uh, oh my God, it's so sweaty and moist over there. But in they're that getting country. they're getting these top tier. They actually just power washed it. Who are just a tick below being able to play at the NFL level? Yes, that are probably you know heads and tails. I can see that. Yeah, athletically, sure. And my son plays rugby as well, so I mean, I, you know, I, I see how it's all played out on the field. And sometimes when uh, the guys that play uh, either soccer or football will come over and 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 play in the you know football players will play in the spring. They're really good. Hmm. You know, it's just, you know, there's just some techniques that are different. Well, we want to learn about cricket. Yeah. Right, yeah. So so you're wondering if maybe a um, um, a professional baseball player who can't quite make it to the big leagues might be able to make it to the big leagues in cricket. Not that baseball is necessarily, I mean, listen, I'm sure they're both really difficult at an elite level. Right. But you might edge better at cricket than you do at baseball. And you don't know until you go try it. And yeah. vice versa. Maybe there's a cricket player out there that could be a great baseball player. Yeah, possibly. Correct me if I'm wrong. So there doesn't... Once the game is actually in play, there does not seem to be a whole lot of running around, right? It's, there's it, a time where they run back and forth uh, between the wickets. I do know that, but I don't know why. Like a run the bases type of deal? I've never... Read why they do that, but I'll, the I'll old wicked run. Yep. All right. Anyhow, uh, back to the Google. Yes, uh, Google most, search. Most Google searches of 2022 in news. Uh, number one was Ukraine. Right. Uh, number two was Queen Elizabeth passing. Uh, number three was election results. Uh, number four, Powerball numbers. Powerball uh, always huge. And uh, did you win any Powerballs this year? No, I didn't win any okay. Powerballs this year. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last one was monkeypox. Yes, you remember Google? when that was absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Do you Google any of those? Um, no, I didn't Google any of those. I, you know, I don't really need to because I'm, 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 I don't, I don't really search a lot. The only thing I, things I usually search for are either milf, something I'm shopping for, yeah, um, or to try to. Sometimes I'll read like a celebrity's name and not know who they are. Uh, so I'll I'll pull it up and and uh, see where they are, and then I'll see if there's hot pictures. Of them. <laughs> uh, but um, I I don't really yeah. search a lot in that regard because I'm already reading so many other news stories. You're getting it like delivered that. to you every. I mean, we, that's all we do is yeah. sponge up this stuff. So it's, it's rare that I'm hunting down a story because. You know, it's already come to me in nine different ways. You know what I actually find myself doing more is is uh, searching Twitter. You know, if the, so if I see something that kind of looks like it might be trending or, or you know, well, oh, I wonder what that's all about. Monkeypox so, versus cricket. Right. Yeah. I don't, and maybe Twitter's not the best place to go to, but I try and find you like know what? reputable sources. A lot of journalists have yeah. admitted that they use Twitter as, sure. as yeah. a, yeah. I can't do it. It's a cesspool to me. I hate yeah. it. Oh, no, no, no. It really is. And, I'm, and I try and do my best of, like, ridding, you know, the things that end up, like, Putting negative stuff in my timeline, right? Um, so it's not as sessy as it used to be for me. If you want something that's yeah. really honest and open, TikTok. TikTok <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> um, as far as the category of people searched in 2022, ah, here's a real tell. Uh, number one was Johnny Depp. Uh, so you can it's imagine a, why. It's an inner. It's a what? An inner. An inner honor. Yeah. Oh, an inner. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the hell you were referring to. He's an inner. Uh, Will Smith was second. Yes. Amber, slap. Amber Heard was third. Boop. Uh, and then you had Vladimir Putin was fourth. And Chris Rock, 
uh, came in last place. How does Chris Rock not be neck and neck with Will Smith since yeah. they're obviously the same search? Yeah, I think because Will did, did the Will slapping. Did Will Smith slap Vladimir Putin as well? No, oh. but, but I figured that since Will did the slapping, yeah. uh, his name was probably first. Uh, actors, and this is the last category of most searched things on uh, Google 2022. Johnny Depp was number one. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith was number two. Amber Heard was third. Then you had Chris Rock and then Jada Pinkett Smith. So the entire <laughs> the whole cluster crew was in that. Wow. So, um, yeah, as it stands now, Chris Rock is still not accepted Will Smith's apology. Mm-hmm. Will Smith has that movie Emancipation out, which is doing okay. Uh, he's trying to rebuild his reputation. I don't know if it's completely taking. I don't know that I would accept the apology yeah. either, you know? Slap some dude at the Oscars. Yeah. Supposed uh, to pans him. There, it, there are amusing uh, categories, uh, by the way, less obvious categories, um, and I don't have the list of them, but they have the top houseplants searched. Ooh. And they didn't give the, uh, the results? <laughs> what right, is let's it? Let's see if we can call it. I only have the Ca- top one. Okay. Kathy comes to uh, life. Anybody want to guess? Succulent. Succulent. Nope. Okay. Ficus. Nope. Aloe. Nope. Pot. Is aloe a succulent, by the way? Oh. I'm going to look it up. Okay, please do. Add one to the list for aloe right there. I'm doing a search. I call up my professor over at Meatball U. Yes, it is, Preston. Ah. That's what I thought. Uh, And then, uh, no, actually, it was a philodendron. Ah. Ah. Do you know? Is that what you were going for, Nick? Of course, yes. Old philodendron. Oh, yeah. Why? What does it look like? I don't know. I have no idea. It's a common house plant, so that the people yeah, have got like, big leaves. Oh, yeah, it looks like oh. weeds. Yeah, yeah my, they're not okay. the prettiest. It's a so super boring. My, my plant. uncle had one, had one of these, uh, and we had it on our family for decades. Yeah, we got and it several. Was, it was called George. We had a name for oh. it, and and it was massive. I eventually <laughs> I uh, inherited George. Wow, because uh, he moved yeah. uh, out of town and didn't take George with him, and uh, lived in my first apartment. Actually, how long was like did my it second, survive? It was like my second or third apartment. It lasted um, until I moved here. All right. And so they're resilient. I, I, I don't know what we did with it. Yeah. Very resilient. Yeah, because I'm not good yeah. at, uh, at taking care of it. Succulents plenty. are good if you're but, not But the thing good. went up to the ceiling. It really? Was, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it went up to... Uh, George was tall. Yeah, he was over six feet tall for sure. Wow. Yeah. I've got a plant. Um, I'm not good with the... I love having plants and live plants in my house, but I'm not good with the name, so I don't know the name of it. Um, it's also a very common house plant, but it is growing out of control, and I... I don't know what to do with it. It grows little babies. Cut and like, you? oh, and you can cut them and get it. I, I don't want any more. Like, I, I've actually given it a haircut. Uh, <laughs> and it was kind of like a little spiky plant for a little while. And it didn't really even stop the growth. Like, it's still growing out of control. Yeah, I called my girlfriend because we got to, she's a crazy plant lady. And we have you lots. Want some of it? Probably. We have lots around the house. The goal, one of the goals is to eventually have a greenhouse. In our home, and uh, so she can take some of the plants and put them outside. And Nick, I don't want to throw it out. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I like having it. Can you it, ask it to leave? But it's too big. I've, I've repotted it like five times. So it's in a larger pot now. Um, I don't know where, else, like, I have nowhere else to put it where it's not going to grow out of control. I wish I was a plant person. They really can make a dwelling. Yeah, oh, it's nicer than Pretty awesome. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, if you've got them all over the place. She knows a million times more than than I do. I appreciate her knowledge of it. And also, at some point, they can actually become really valuable. So, Kathy, some of those things, like if you propagate them and you have one uh, big plant and then you get some babies, you can sell those and you can sell them online for a, a lot of money. There's no way this is worth money. Uh, you never, I swear <laughs> like to God. It's you, so common, Nick. It's, it's, right, Nick, it's this plant. one. 
my um, neighbors growing up, they had a greenhouse, a big greenhouse. Right. And every spring, I mean, they, they sold uh, flowers and plants, uh, you know, every spring really? and stuff. And I'm, I'm curious to know, like... How much, you know, did he... How much did, for, for, for uh, like, a, a gram? I, no, no, no. But, you know, it was, you know, it was an easy Mother's Day gift. You know, you go over there, you get right. some, some flowers for the front of the house or whatever. But, like, I wonder if he did that because it was a great source of, like, second income or... or he just enjoyed it. He just enjoyed it. My wife is big on plants and she, she knows her, her yeah. stuff. Yeah, but never has never had the desire for a greenhouse. Mm. All right, well, uh, philodendron. Oh, man. If you were curious. It was a tough battle. That was the top one for house mice. And then uh, the top scenic hotspot. All right. On Google Maps. Do you want to guess, Kathy? (laughs) You're always talking about scenic hotspots. Always. You'll never get it. Okay. I've never heard of this place. (laughs) The the Sky Garden in London. Of course. Of course. Wait, is that in the the Shard? I don't know. Shard? The shard. Did you guys make it yeah. up to the top of the shard when you were? Uh, no, there? Nick, I don't think it is. Yeah, right. it's all it's all wet and bathed in crap. No, it's a uh, it's actually really cool. We did go up the shard, but I don't think yeah, that that's the Sky that. Garden. The Sky Garden is Ooh, London's this... highest public garden. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. It's right near a Fen Church restaurant. Oh, oh. Make that my regular Saturday night thing. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Across yeah. from Leadenhall Market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's pretty gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Shard was pretty cool, too, though. It yeah. takes uh, forever to get up there. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got up pretty quick. We, you know, when we went up, Steve, was when everybody else was at the Eagles game. Oh, there you so go. we went and watched the, uh, the sunset from the top of the Shard, which is cool. It's cool. <laughs> Wait, I, sorry. I just want to go back yes. to the plant really quick because I found the name of it, and this makes sense. Okay. The name of the stupid plant is a spider plant. Oh, oh sure. yeah. I spider plants. So yeah. It's just, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to hurt its feelings. Um, no, I don't. Why'd you I, call me that? I just wish it would stay small. Get rid of it. No, I feel bad. Set it on fire. Give it to someone. Yeah. Plant no, it outside. No, but I want it. Someone has to be that big. <laughs> okay. You're pretty uh, complex. Yeah. Could you cut it in half and. and uh, well, I cut. Throw both halves out? No, no, no. I mean, I mean like, like from the roots. You know? No, because it's it's up and it's and everything is so like the um, the leaves are so long, like it, it would be it would actually would probably be cool if I hung it mm-hmm. um, because they're they're now like draping over and the little babies are draping over. It, it reminds me of like an ornamental grass, which uh, sometimes yeah. those get out of control and you have to actually cut them in half. You have to like take them out of the ground. Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, maybe I yeah. Could... They, yes, absolutely. So do it. I'll try that. We have to Some do that every love. now and then. You've got to yeah. you've got to uh, now. I don't know if that'll work for a spider plant, but that's what we do with those. I'll try it. Kath, I saw this. Uh, somebody sent this to me yesterday because you mentioned stupid plants. Uh, there, there's <laughs> and Stupid I, plants. Uh, you should get this book. It's uh, The Field Guide to Dumb Birds of the Whole Stupid World. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? That would have been a Christmas God. gift. Yeah, I already gave her a Christmas gift. That's true. Yeah. Wow. So oh, that was her. my gift? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, you can pay me back for it if you want. <laughs> Wait, uh, the field guide to what? Uh, the field stupid guide to birds. dumb birds dumb of birds. the whole stupid world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this. All right. Uh, I did have this. Uh, now, those are the, the only uh, year-end searches, and there will be more coming oh, yes. soon as far as uh, there better be. year-end list. But uh, this is a really cool story. Uh, Steve sent this over to me this morning. I thought this was just worth sharing. A hedge fund billionaire treated his 10 Thousand workers, okay, ten thousand employees, uh, to an all expenses paid vacation to Walt Disney World. Mm. What? Do you have any idea how expensive that would be? And that, that, that's a billionaire. 
What's that? He also oh, there's did, more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Citadel CEO Ken Griffin treated his employees to an elaborate party to celebrate his trading firm Citadel Securities' 20th anniversary and his hedge fund's 32nd anniversary last weekend. But in addition to the anniversary, uh, they were celebrating the company's market success like they've had a really good year. Uh, Griffin's fund manages nearly $60 billion in assets, and his flagship uh, Wellington fund returned 32% by the end of November. So to celebrate... Uh, partygoers not only got to go to Disney World for the full and their families yeah. on the full expense paid vacation, but he hired Coldplay <laughs> to play a show for them. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and uh, Diplo, as well as an array of food, parties, and access to several parks. Because if you pay these, yeah. High level oh, performers. Coldplay? They will come and play. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. they, they will come and, and do. And I, the, the Rolling Stones have done it before. They sure yeah. have. If you pay them, if you got enough money, you can you can hire them to pay for, you so, know, a handful of people. What's more expensive, to hire Coldplay to play your party or 10,000? Well, you're talking 10,000 employees plus their families. For several days. For several days. All expenses paid. Yeah, yep. That's it. That's going to be way, say that's more expensive. way more expensive than Coldplay. Jeez. Play, I would think. So. Well, let's, all right. Um, let us try and figure this out. All right. So 10,000, and we're going to go like real, real small. 10,000 times 5,000. 10,000 times 5,000. That's like $50 million, right? That's a $5,000 no. vacation. If you're talking 10, about air, 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 that's, that's the high end, right? If you're going to go 10,000 times, let's say $2,000. I mean, I, you're talking tens of millions of dollars. How much that's that's yeah, gonna, yeah. That because guy. if if it's that many workers and their family members, and yes, for you to go to Walt Disney World to stay there to to be able to access the to park, fly there to fly there as well, you're talking yeah, a few grand easily. Mm-hmm. What's a few grand easily? What's the best uh, company holiday thing that you've received? Whether was it a bonus? Uh, well, was it? Yeah, we've talked about this before. We, we did um, this, and you guys didn't take take them up on it. At Y100, they had a um, they had that uh, thing for the sales staff. If they met this goal in yeah, the month of October, they took us on a trip to Moon Palace in Cancun. Yeah, I didn't do that. And you guys didn't go. No. Yeah. Uh, and that was awesome. Like, it was not did you, you go? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It I was, was this... great, man. Somebody pulled a knife on someone. And... <laughs> it was a butter knife. <laughs> it was a butter knife, but, yeah. Wait, what, like, empl- like two huh? co-workers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was drama. Oh yeah, Can we you missed say who it. it was? Uh, yeah, I don't no, remember who no, it was. I remember who it was. Okay, but I'm not <laughs> going to say because I don't necessarily think that she pulled the knife on him. I think she was being. She wanted to butter him. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like she had the knife up against his neck or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, no, she it was, was more like, like, his chest. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like holding it out at you, yeah. going, "I could cut your ass" or something like that. But anyhow. Yeah. That was the that was the company vacation. Wow, we need a company vacation. <laughs> we do. Oh we don't even get Christmas parties anymore. Can we I? can't even convince That's them right. to get us down. To I don't di- want Disney a Christmas World. party. No, no, no. no. I want to. I want to have it so I can say no to it. Do you know oh, what I want? Okay. Yeah. Which I think is I much prefer is that lunch where you know where there's like a thing on. Uh, there was and, one yesterday that we weren't invited no. to. We were oh, and also, invited. it was probably at, like, 3 o'clock. It was for sales. It was down the hall. Are you kidding oh. me? There was a sales luncheon yesterday that... Uh, well, we're people. not sales. I know, but, like, they could have... Like, what they about all a, the employees? They, they could sell have a us. Com- they, could, they could have a company-wide one and uh, invite everybody to it. You remember we started having holiday parties in January because they were cheaper? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's, w- that's where we. I'd were. rather do it in January anyway. It's too freaking crazy this uh, time yeah, of no, year. Man. Just make it your birthday party. There you go. You know, twenty fifth. Every, everybody celebrate Preston's birthday. <laughs> when I worked for the Sixers, they gave the greatest holiday gifts. You would. It, it was like you know something physical. It, it was a gift, but yeah. they were awesome. Like we got like suitcases, travel bags. What? The guys got. Um, I like that. suit bags, but they were. I like, hate that. I still have them. <laughs> they were nice leather. Um, you know, carry ons. It, it was really nice. Why do you hate that? Because I am a season ticket holder. I spent a lot of money on tickets, and I get dick from those guys, <laughs> right? I was at the camp out for hunger, and I was talking to these people who wouldn't, were... Wouldn't drop the C-bomb, but says that. No. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to these people. They are Flyers season ticket holders, yeah. okay? And they're sitting there wearing these beautiful leather Flyers jackets, right? Right, press, like your uh, Beatles jackets, yeah, like yeah, black yeah. With, with the leather. Yeah, like a Letterman's jacket. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, where did you get those? Oh, they were a gift because we're season ticket holders. I was like, oh, they sent me a freaking pin. <laughs> a pin. I'm like, how much are your tickets per year? They're like, oh, oh my God, double that. Pin. And they got a leather jacket. They got a leather jacket. Now, listen, the... NBA payroll is a lot higher than the NHL payroll. True. Right. Um, you still feel like you're maybe not being appreciated as much it, as you should be. Right? Nothing. But, Casey, didn't you love the 10% off Wawa catering we got? <laughs> <laughs> we did get a bumper sticker as well, Ooh, too, so oh, that we was did. nice. Love Are it. you a Sixers ticket holder? Season ticket holder? She's Eagles, Eagles, but I'm Eagles as well, and yeah, I didn't okay. get anything from Eagles either. Eagles well, used to give, like, nice tins with all the tickets, and then, like, slowly it just became, like, an envelope with the season printed on it. I had no idea that was even a perk for season. I didn't even yeah. know that they would do no. stuff like that, Mm-mm. but it clearly seems to be that the Flyers is the organization yeah. that uh, puts out the most. Yeah. Was it Vegas who got like this like box when you open it up it lit up and there was lights and there was all these things of Vegas season ticket holders. Oh. What? Yeah. Well they're a new franchise so they have money. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Box and lights but what do you I mean I yay so, the lit up box. Is yeah, there something like, else in it? Think about all the shipping and everything. I, there was some kind of uh, tchotchke or something. Give me something I can use. Yeah. yeah. I mean okay. it's pretty cool. A light Casey. box. Okay. I thought Casey you weren't you were saying that you don't like that as an option as an employee. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think that's great to treat your employees that way. But I, I, I like that idea. So sometimes if you go to um, uh, a golf outing, uh, they will have either a, um, a, a a goodie bag that yeah. you get, or sometimes they'll give you a choice of like five or six different things that you can get. Or to like, choose from, yeah, like a shirt or yeah. uh, or I like know, goodie a, bag, a golf club, golf balls, or you know, a variety of things. That that can be kind of cool. For a holiday option is they they have like, you know, Mm. five or six stock items and a variety of things like a suitcase or a spider plant clothing or a spider plant or something like that that you could uh, you get to choose. I think that's a pretty cool. cool. How about like a little mini pennant like this big, Preston, (laughs) and and a pin that you will never use? (laughs) How about something like that? Wouldn't that be great for for thousands of dollars that you've invested in this? (laughs) Three straight years. I'm out. I'm not doing the season ticket for the Sixers next year. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, you you might just get that jacket if you could complain enough. Let me come back to that because uh, Joanne's been on hold and she's got a tip for your spider plant, Kathy. Oh, good. Hi, Joanne. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up, Joanne? Um, Kathy, that spider plant. Take it out back. Take a big old knife. Cut it in quarters and start all over. What? Cut it in quarters. Then I got four of them? And then start it all over. Well, you can can give three of them to friends. Yeah, I was just going to say, give three of them away. Yeah. And then start all over. Okay, so I I just literally take it out of the pot and just cut it in four. Yep. 
Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah. Thank with you, Flora. Joanne. Great Flora comes great uh, responsibility. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give them plan. to Marissa. She wants them. Oh, okay. There you go. Done yeah. deal. Done and done. Problem right. solved. Mm-hmm. We fixed that. Now Thank let's you. fix Casey's... Uh, <laughs> It sounds like you're getting bombed. Well, you're, you're, you're not going to get another seat. You're, well, here's you're what, tired of being taken for granted, well, am I correct? Well, here's what sucks about it. And, and, I, and I love the Sixers, and I love yeah. basketball. You but do? Like, and, and one of the reasons why I got the season tickets is because I wanted to like, go. They had a really good team. There was a chance that they could you know, make it to the championship, right. win a championship. The thing is, when you're a season ticket holder, the only way you can secure playoff tickets is by re-upping for the next season. So even though I've already paid for this entire season, when the playoffs mm. come up, if I want to secure playoff tickets for this season, mm-hmm. I have to pay for next season. Is that the case for all the sports? Is that the uh, is that the bait and switch they do? I don't know. I think it sucks uh, because because suck. I've already invested you know a lot of money. Not only money, but like. You know, headaches, because every time we have to see, because it's like a monthly payment. Every yeah. time the monthly payment comes up, my wife's like, uh, Sixers payments do. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So do you think it has to do anything with the, the current standing of the franchise? Because the Sixers are perennially, lately, a good team that that is going to make the playoffs. The Flyers obviously are struggling. Yeah. I wonder if they treat their season ticket holders a little bit better right now in the hopes of keeping them because the Flyers know that they're not going to sell a lot of tickets based solely on performance of the team. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. It's certainly an inducement. Right. And, I mean, if I'm looking to be a Flyers season ticket holder, I'm going to want that leather jacket and maybe the pin and the bumper yeah, sticker. Yeah, team's not doing well, but right. look at this jacket. Exactly. No, for real. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, it's a little thing like that yeah, might yeah. make you go, you know what, that was nice. Right. All right, I'll hang on to these. Yeah. Uh, by the way, here's a text. says, Philly season tickets, uh, ticket holders get squat too. Huh. They used to, my dad was a season ticket holder for a long time. He shared his season for the Phillies for the Phils. He shared a plan with a, a coworker, and uh, maybe it was a quarter season. Anyway, um, they would have in the off season like they would invite you down to the ballpark. There was a, a meet and greet with fan, um, with the players and managers. Really? You can go out on the field. Yeah, this was back in the vet days, right? Right. But it was uh, Steve, for that day alone. It was worth it because my guy, my dad got to take you know me and my brothers. It was sure. a really great yeah. time. So the the Eagles, what they do is, and, and I wish the Sixers would do this as well. The Sixers, the ticket price for the season is the same for every single game, right? So uh, the Eagles, they kind of tier their prices. Oh. They know that, like, people are more inclined to pay more for, let's say, the Cowboys game or, or something along those lines. So the so, Lakers game costs as much as a Wizards game? Yeah. Okay. And, and like, I can't. So they're playing uh, Charlotte, I think, on Sunday, right? So, so they're playing the Lakers on, on Friday. You know, you could sell the Lakers tickets, you know, ideally for, you know, at least double what you paid. The Charlotte Bobcats, <laughs> I can't even sell those tickets for half of what they're worth. Give them away, yeah. Uh, you know, and and I've you know. Some, what if you include a cool jacket with leather sleeves? <laughs> but like, I'm more inclined and in, uh, to give those tickets away to somebody that I know than to sell them to a t- complete stranger right. for a discount. You know, like for for a steep discount, right? So I hear you. Uh, Hang on, somebody wants to comment on this. It's uh, Sean. Hey, Sean. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? First time caller. Ah, welcome, Sean. What's up, bud? Uh, so I've actually been a season ticket holder since like 2015. For the um, Sixers? So some, yeah, so just some advice for Casey. Um, you don't actually have to re-up. Um, you can on, when they send the stuff out in March, there's a second option where you can just get the playoff tickets for that year. You don't actually have to re-up for next year. Because me and my friends are sort of in the same boat. You know, the price has been going up a lot lately, so we're probably not going to do it next year. Right. But 
we are going to get the playoff tickets for this year. So when you go through, or you can just talk to your account manager and just let them know, look, I'm not trying to do next year, but I am going to do playoff tickets for this year. All right. All right. Does that sound feasible to you, Casey? Yeah, that just doesn't sound Maybe you'll right get another pin. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got to say you're in the two pin. Get a playoff pin. Is that a playoff pin? A playoff pin? Um, oh, somebody else was texting something here, and I lost it. What did it say? I don't remember. Do you know what was nice, Preston? Like, if you when you do if you do pay a little bit more, or you're you're you like when we went to Universal Studios, mm-hmm. you know, we did the thing, and I and I brought uh, you the know, concierge my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. they gave they gave me my own wand. I didn't even have to go to <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Okay, yep. and now I didn't I did anyway. Now my, now mm-hmm. we're basically a three wand family, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, the add ons, even though they're they don't nearly a little thing. add up to what yeah. you pay for uh, can make a difference in making you happy. Uh, by the way, this guy, Griffin, who paid for this, uh, this is what I was going to say, who paid for this, uh, all his co-workers, workers, or his employees, I should say, to go to Disney World and all these concerts and stuff, uh, he's estimated to be worth $32 billion. <laughs> he also footed the flight bills, flying employees into Florida from New York, Houston, Paris, and Zurich. Ooh. His Asia-based employees will get a separate celebration next year wow. as well, so the guy's not done yet. That's pretty awesome. Yep. That's, uh, a, that's, that's how you roll a party. Agree. Or give people pins. <laughs> so here's what my that email says. It says, it is important to note that the deadline to opt out of next season and this year's playoffs is, and then they give the date. So you tell me, does that mean? Yeah, but if, uh, I think if you, there's probably a loophole. If you call and you're complaining about that, they're not going to turn you away. All right. Bye. Say you're with Make-A-Wish. Ooh, I could do that. That's no, that's that's horrible. I can't do that's that. That's terrible. I would never be. Um, but speaking of basketball, uh, this is breaking news. By the way, I'll I'll hit this little thing. Breaking news. Breaking news. All right, going on. Uh, Brittany Griner's been released by Russia. Ah, wow. Uh, she's that basketball player that oh, the NBA that was, player yes, being held. That was yeah. detained. No kidding. And so she is being released. I believe it's a prisoner exchange. So well, that's good. That's a huge deal. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Legit breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Like actual legit breaking. We're sending Russia juggernaut. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to do. We normally are breaking news is yeah. not really breaking news. Well, I'll, uh, you mentioned Make-A-Wish, Steve, and I wanted to uh, highlight what the Flyers did for this nine-year-old kid. They signed him to a two-year contract. Oh, that was so cool. Did you see that video? It was wonderful. And Preston, he scored a goal yesterday in practice, and he did the thing where he lifted the puck up onto his stick yeah. and, and went behind the uh, goal and tucked it in. Now, obviously, they, they, you know, they let him score, but all and then all the players celebrated. It was the coolest social media <laughs> post I've seen in a really long time. The and Flyers, they gave him a press conference. And they gave him a press oh conference. God, I mean, so it was, he was sitting awesome. on the bench with Travis connecting. Oh. He was Signing oh, pucks for uh, for players. It was just it was so freaking adorable. He was on the game or on TV in the game last night. Just all smiles. Great, uh, great, you know the Flyers doing this is awesome. And Make a Wish is just an incredible organization. So it's really cool to see what uh, what illness does he have? Do we know? I don't remember. Okay. Oh, that's just that's fantastic. It was so sweet. and a two year deal. Yeah, no two two day deal. Oh, uh, you said two years. <laughs> you, said, you did say like, two oh, years. <laughs> that's pretty good. A two year deal. So it's about bad. a thirty million dollar contract. <laughs> and then also they they uh, they. Brought a kid over to the uh, the Sixers and the kids are quadriplegic, and they gave him a pin. Oh, <laughs> oh he was a season ticket holder. Oh, that's fantastic! And uh, the, the, the pin said, "Hang in yeah, there, yeah. Oh, uh, dude." Listen. There are there are pin people out there. I'm yeah. I'm just not one of them. I'm not. Uh... Are you a pin person? Marissa's a pin person. 
Are you? Yeah, Nick Mar- guy. This guy's a pin guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's a what, pin do you, pr- what do you do with your pins, uh, Marissa? I put them on my jacket. Okay. My jean jacket. When okay. you're serving at Fridays? Yeah. 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 Flare. No, my jacket, my uh, book bag. You have a denim jacket? Hat. Lots of them. With uh, really? Yeah. I, I just never see you with the jacket on. Okay, I have to look for the pins. I used to be a pin person. Well, then you can have that pin. <laughs> okay, this is a fish riding on a penis. <laughs> is the band not a fish? The yeah. band fish. Yeah, riding, riding on a penis. On, okay. Riding yeah. on a penis. You're not going to keep that? No. Why I'm, not? Maybe, maybe I'll put it on my my back. That's pretty damn. Funny. Why don't you give it to your mom for Christmas? <laughs> I should go. I should go back to being a pin person. Oh God, I remember my electric youth pin on my denim jacket. Debbie Gibson with my hat. By the way, Debbie Gibson gave us a shout out at her show. What? Yes. Wow, we just hearing about this now. Uh, you know what? Because I was supposed to go and yeah. I didn't because uh, my whole voice situation. And what? Uh, so yeah, she thought that that I was in the crowd. Oh man, my, what did she say? My friends were all there. Well, you guys know that my cousin. Uh, Choreographer was, was her yeah. um, choreographer, you know, her entire career, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, and dancer, and he still works with her. So he was here performing with her, um, and so I guess he had mentioned it to her, and so she she said WMMR, and yeah. Oh, and that's so, funny. Yeah, yeah. Matt Cord was there. So where he, was she playing? Uh, she was at was it live casino? Um, it wasn't live casino. Which okay. casino was it? Hold I think on, it was Parks. Was it Parks? No, it was not. No. I, I think it was. Um, no, listen, the it's the one. No, it was Rivers Casino. Ah. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. You should have stood up and said so. You weren't there, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was... Just one. <laughs> Here's what I really want. I want rubber... Wait, is this rubber, Johnny? Wait. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> um, yeah, she's doing a, a holiday show. and uh, We wanted to get her in. I, I, I know you're tried, pulling your strings. And Rivers tried as well. Yeah. Um, and my cousin tried to set it up, and Rivers Casino kind of said that her people were, they wouldn't, like, commit to it. So, ah, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, we should take a break. Yep. I mean, we have a guest coming up, but here's what I'd like to do. I want to give away uh, two pairs of passes to, into two different callers. We'll take callers five and six, 215-263-WMMR. A screening of Avatar, The Way of Water, on Tuesday. IMAX, man. This is set up 3D IMAX, and this will be on Tuesday, December 13th, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. Wow. So, if you'd like to go, uh, call us 5 and 6 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll put you on the list. And again, that is on the 13th of Tuesday night. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And when we return, uh, we're going to get John McKeever in here to talk about this holiday film that yeah. he is behind on QVC+. Plus. We'll be back in a moment. Stay down. MMR's early Christmas gift. Metallica Monday is now every day. Tune in at 12 noon each day during MMR's 12 Days of Metallica to score a pair of tickets to see both nights of their tour opening weekend stand at MetLife Stadium August 4th and 6th. Metallica embarks on their massive M72 world tour in support of their 12th studio album, 72 Seasons. They'll hit our area for two nights each with a completely different set list and opening bands. And MMR's got your shot to be in the house for all the mayhem of Metallica Live. Two-day tickets on sale now. WMMR.com for details, including how to score backstage invites to Master Distiller Rock Dietrich's Blackened Tasting. 
It's 12 Days of Metallica with 12 winners daily at 12 noon from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Casey, do we have some, like, uh, the, you know, nice Christmas music that's kind of maybe even romantic-y? That's nice. That's nice. Charlie Brown. I thought it would uh, I thought it would set the stage for uh, our next guest, who is the writer and director of Holly and the Hot Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Available on QVC+. And by the way, there's a link on PrestonandSteve.com for you to check this out. Oh. And yes, this romantic, very beautiful, uh, you know, uh, timely, yeah. wonderful is brought to you from the guys who brought us Delco Proper. <laughs> John McKeever yeah. is here this morning. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Excellent. How's everybody doing here? Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Was this... I describing that correct? Is it is it this very traditional? No. No. Oh, no. Okay. All right. No. It's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, I don't know. It's a Christmas movie. It's know? a Christmas and, uh, movie. All right. It's got a little more to it, I think. A little bit. I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, and um, listen, this is right in my wheelhouse. I love these. I don't care. I love. Yeah. I love them for, for being predictable. I love them for what everything I want. I have my specific things. This hits it all. I'll tell you this, though. If this can become a thing for you, because obviously you're a talented comedy writer, comedian, and all that stuff. But if this, if they lock you in as a guy who delivers this stuff, your ticket is set. You're good. I mean, because this is a this is an industry unto yeah. itself. It It is. Uh, I hope that isn't the case. <laughs> but, uh, no, this was fun. I mean, like, they, uh, when QVC reached out to me and my buddy to, to make a movie, it was kind of like... I don't know. These Christmas movies are all, like you said, it's like there's a formula. Yeah. Yes. So it's like how do you oh put God. your own fingerprint on something like this? So it's that was the goal. It's like I want to make one of these. I've always wanted to make a Christmas movie. Your female lead and the character is a bit more um, snarky, I think, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think, uh, you know, I always liked movies like um, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Right, right, like right, yeah, yeah. Boy, where like you kind of have the leads kind of driving the story. And then the funny comes from, like, the characters in the world. Right, right. So that's, I was like, if I can put my fingerprint on it that way, then that's, you know, that's how to make it fun. Well, QVC comes in big with this. I mean, the fact that they're entering, listen, Mm -hmm. I, 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 the stuff you try to resist for years, you just eventually succumb to. And, like, now I I will put on freaking QVC and just, especially on the holidays and stuff like that. But, so this is a no-brainer. Is this, um, this is, is this the absolute first out of the gate? Yeah, it's the first. Yeah, wow. First meaning there's more to come? I don't know. I don't okay. know. It's, it's, uh, I guess we'll see. I haven't gotten any uh, okay. emails from them. All right. Yeah. Uh, what I loved, I think, most about this movie was the, the place where the bed and breakfast was. When you did the exterior shot, I was like, oh, my God, it's Monroe Avenue and Media. <laughs> yeah, it's media. I, know yeah. that, I know that house. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. I, that house was for sale for the longest time, and they have this, like, garage in the back that's like. Wait, uh, that, was, that was just recently bought? Uh, within the last. Three years, I feel like, yeah. Oh, they pitched it to us like it's been here for decades, this bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh, well, they no, it. it might have been there for that long, but uh, yeah, but I, I felt like it was purchased to, to make it into a bed and breakfast. It is going to see stuff in the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime. I'll tell you this. When, when QBC sort of, massive company, puts yeah. its stamp on you, does I assume that's going to have to have at least have a, a residual effect with other people. Go, oh, well, I guess if... They give him the thumbs up that maybe we should look into him as well. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be the you know the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. I don't, well, that was the thing. It was like I feel like they took a risk. Yeah, and they gave us no notes. 
There was no like we're gonna look at the script and say change this. Change That's cool. That. They were very very cool about yeah. it. Yeah. And um, they uh, they kind of let us run with it. And you've directed before, obviously. You've, you've, yeah. you've written, written and, yeah. you know, but this something is like not specifically you're associated with this kind of entertainment. No, no. Yeah. This is a lot more. Um, this is a lot more uh, family, right? Than the stuff I've done in the past. <laughs> but uh, but it's nice. I like rom coms. I like. Uh, I do too. I got a soft spot for them. I, I, I feel too. like they're not around. I, and anymore. I'm tired of apologizing for liking. Like it's like uh, you know, people, yeah. When guys finally admit they like cats and stuff like that, and uh, that, that, like yeah. I, 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 I love them. It's what. Dude. Thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, come on, man. That's I'm awesome. on board. Yeah. yeah, you know I love these. Little the breakups. Stories. You ever see the breakups? Yes. It's like one of the best movies. And if you tell people that, you're like, I'm just kidding, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like as a joke, yeah. that's one of my favorite movies. It's like, yeah, you no. You always have to qualify by saying like, "Oh, Jennifer Aniston's hot, though." Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. There's like people that tweeted at me about this movie. They're like, it's good if you watch it with your girl. <laughs> and it's like, all right, dude, you watched it, yeah. and I know you liked it. This yeah. is a fully, I know you did. fully functional. <laughs> Solid Christmas movie, uh, yeah. yes, and I and I watch I watch them all. So yeah, you 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 landed it. So perfect. Uh, that, yeah, I mean it's uh they're kind of like I don't know these these movies are like pizzas. So you, yeah. you got to have a good bit of cheese, right? Yeah. Well, let's oh, no. let's set the stage. What's what's the story? I I don't know the story. I've not seen it. So I can tell you. So the the QVC came to me and my friend Mike in August, and they were like, we have this story uh, from this host David Venable. At QVC. In the kitchen, he does. Yeah, he does yeah. in the kitchen. And he had an idea for a Christmas movie. And he pitched it, and it was like, a uh, girl from a big city comes to a small town. Her car breaks down, <laughs> falls in love with a tow truck driver. <laughs> and there's this magical hot chocolate in town. And, like, okay. that was the whole movie. This is in August. So they're like, write a script. So we wrote a script in six days, shot it in 12 days. Whoa. Okay, wait a minute. Let me what? back up a second. Does dude just by giving the the idea does he get a piece of this just for giving the idea? Well, the movie the movie does it does sell a little bit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it sells. It, I mean, if you like QVC, you would expect that they have a product to sell. Yeah, and they you can do. buy the hot yeah. chocolate. Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> featured in the movie, in the right. feature film, High right. in the Hot Chocolate. No, but I'm curious, if since he just came up with the the basic yeah. synopsis, and that's it, walked yeah. away, and then they hire John to come in here and then write it Flush up. Flush it out. Does he get anything for that? Yeah, it's story by David God Rumble. damn it. No, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, no, but I mean, it's just like we have great ideas all the time, but just that much of an idea. We don't work right. for it never happens. Hey, uh, th- listen, it's, I started chuckling because what I, I wrote a parody of, of Hallmark Christmas movies, and we actually recorded it yep. as Christmas at Christmas Cookie Cove. A b- business, a woman traveling, her car yeah. breaks down, goes to the town. In this case, it's the, uh, it is the uh, widower. Uh, uh, who has you know the, the the daughter, and the thing is, people will mock it and make fun of this stuff, and they don't realize that's why they work. You, I, yes, I, I don't want a taut crime drama. I want the comfort of yeah. this yes. stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, going into it, you're like, all right, I'm going to write this movie. Like, it's not going to be Schindler's List, yes. which isn't a Christmas movie. <laughs> it but, is not. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> I mean, no maybe for a couple people, yeah. like this is a good holiday yeah. film. But, uh, this is vague. <laughs> but you know, you knew it wasn't going to be like it's. You're not reinventing the wheel. You just have to make it as funny as you possibly can and, and do your own spin on it. And I think we did. You okay, did. you so, absolutely did. Let's go back to this. So I, I was just curious if he got any. You know, if, if he's getting a cut of this uh, movie or not. But nonetheless, so you get the you get that that basic frame. That's it uh-huh. in August, mm-hmm. and then you write it, and then you shoot it in 12 days. <laughs> yeah, and now it's and then we had 10 days to edit it. Oh my 
God, that's yeah. lightning fast. It was crazy. We were writing it while we were casting it. So, like, <laughs> we, we would, like, take a piece of the script and send it to the casting director. And he would, and we were writing so fast that we forgot, like, what names we were putting in the script. Wow. So we would get an email and be like, here are the auditions for Jane. And we were like, who the hell's Jane? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd have to, like, go back to the screen and be like, oh, yeah, Jane. And, uh, <laughs> and there was recording. no callbacks. It was just like we saw someone. Like, well, we would be looking at our phone like, her. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like, her, she's great. <laughs> she's got the role. You had a Heary Casting was the, it was casting, Heary right? Casting was the yeah. casting in Neighborhood I got no films. phone calls. I mean, like, I live this, and you guys filmed this all in, uh, You know the house. In, I know the house. <laughs> By the way, it was sold in 2016. Um, <laughs> and it was all shot in uh, media? Media and Conjahawken and Chestnut Hill. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we both could have been in it. I know, Kat. I'm, I'm in Mount Airy. I'm one town over. Uh, okay. Did you, use, did you use downtown Chestnut Hill, that, that little oh, village? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's, yeah, it's super and did you, quaint. Did, and did you have to decorate it up for Christmas while doing that? Yeah, so that's the other thing. Like Our uh, our art department was like, <laughs> I felt bad for them because they were constantly building yeah. and then tearing down and then moving all the same decorations <laughs> like 20 <laughs> feet to the left. <laughs> because, you know, you, you, we don't have like a $50 million budget. Yeah, you can't yeah. just like Christmas up a town in October. Right. right. Well, there's, right. there's a classic story of, this is like Roger Corman filming, the guy who helped, you know, uh, Martin Scorsese and Ron Howard and all these people right. get started. They used to do, I believe, the movie... Um, uh, Little Shop of Hearts, his original version has Jack Nicholson in it, was shot with a, and they, what they call a one-to-one ratio. Roll the cameras, that's the take you took. And they would build sets so that wherever the camera was, the, the set did not... If you were to bump the camera, you would see that there was no set past where the camera was seen <laughs> to, to yeah. keep the cost down. But QVC yeah. has some... Some loot. It w- was your production budget decent? Yeah, it was okay. But I mean, like they—they they, sure they have money, but I don't think they were spending it on me. You know? <laughs> so uh, you did get paid, though, right? I, yeah, but it was—you okay. know—it was. Uh, they, I will, I will say, they spent an amount of money that was surprising to take a risk, and I think. That's very cool. I think it was super cool, and yeah, I also yeah. think that when people heard about it, they were like, "Whoa, QVC's making a Christmas movie!" Yeah. And I was like, "I'm going to make the best Christmas movie." <laughs> but I was like, "The Grinch making a movie." Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's going to be so funny, you idiots! Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> what so else? Mad. What else besides? Were they selling anything else besides the hot chocolate? No, no okay, just that, yeah, just the hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, they Steve, believe you love hot chocolate. What's it? It's a. It's, uh... Uh, Ser- Serendipity is that the name of it? The, yeah. Yeah, 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 New York. It, well, it looks pretty good. The, cho- yeah. the hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, QVC Plus, by the way. So that's uh, that's their streaming service. Yeah, and, and it's free. It's free. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So when I uh, heard about it, you, you reached out to me. I downloaded the app on my Roku, and I and it just came right up. So I watched it on Roku. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was really really easy. I was um, I, I noticed Tommy Pope was in it. Tommy Pope was in it. We had to censor a lot of what he said. <laughs> It's crazy. He's like he's not he's not capable of reading a clean line. Multiple times I was like, Tommy, this is for QVC. And he's like, ah, I'll try to get it. Jesus Christ. And I was like, Well, you can't even say that. You can't, you can't unless it's reverential. Yeah, it has to be like yeah, my Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of Delco proper folks in here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve the mayor was yeah. uh was in Delco proper, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So so from here, uh, listen, uh, this is a very cool thing. And it's, again, I love this stuff. I eat it up. I, uh, you know, I want to, Kathy does the, the the holiday activity. It's, we just immerse ourselves in it. So this, this is perfect. From here, what, what's, what's next on the, the menu for you, uh, you know, uh, proceeding along with your directorial and writing chops? Uh, definitely 
uh, bit of a departure from this would be... Uh, Snuff films? Uh, yeah, yeah, the complete opposite. Um, no, I make um, I make sketches with my friend Shane Gillis. Yeah, um, Shane's great. And we make a sketch, well, our, our the thing is called Gillian Keeves. Yep. Yes. Um, so they're free on YouTube, and then the second season is for sale on our website. Um, yeah. All right, John, I got an idea for you. <laughs> You're like Casey 20 minutes ago. Casey just pitched me an idea, in the, and I'm going to steal it. Yeah. I, want, I want a piece of this, by the way. Um, so the the holiday films are so voluminous right now. Yeah. Obviously, there are yeah. networks that, that run them constantly. Now, since we have a glut of these, is a perfect opportunity to do a parody a la Scary Movie did with the Scary Film franchise, yeah. where you take all these tropes and then add slapstick to them. Mm-hmm. There's your idea. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Finished. So I mean, that's kind of what we tried to do a little bit here. Did yeah. you? A okay. little. I mean, right, a little good. bit. Yeah. Poke a little bit of fun. It at does. Some of the, it does uh, have a, a sense of humor to it that yeah. is not your typical thing. He already did it. He's taking the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm taking my four thousand dollars and running away. <laughs> what are you editing on? Were you editing uh, on a laptop? Final, final. Con, no, it was or? on Premiere. Oh, Premiere. Okay. Yeah. And there was like there was an editor sending me like. Uh, he would edit when we would shoot. So we would yeah. shoot, and then he would get the footage, go back to a hotel, edit at night. That's and then the next day, he'd be like, I put together a scene for it. I mean, it was wow. It was crazy how quickly exactly. we were yeah. working on it. Yeah. Wow. So I pulled up the hashtag, Holly and the Hot Chocolate, on Twitter, and every review that I'm reading is glowing. Like, people yeah. are saying really nice things about this movie. And it says, this person says it might be one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> it's really funny. I stand by it. Better than Avatar, James Cameron. Uh, no, people, like, movies that they have to watch in, in 2022. A Holly and the uh, Hot Chocolate. And yeah. then Weird Al, uh, Weird the Ali Ankeby story. I mean, <laughs> Hang on. one after another after another. Let me read this one. It says, I watched QVC movie Holly and the Hot Chocolate last night. And no joke, it's actually really good. It yeah. is. Not That's what mind, I wanted. Yeah. Not mind-blowing cinema, just a cute, fun little love story, and it had better writing than most Hallmark Christmas movies. I can't believe I enjoyed QVC Cinematic Universe. I mean, this might need. be my shining moment. <laughs> guys. Dude, this might be the... If this catches, you know how it... Uh, if it catches the right person, you know, who just happens to be in the holiday mood and puts it on, uh, you know, you who knows? You might get an inquiry from... You know, uh, 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 one of the uh, the big companies or whatever. What the hell? I mean, you you obviously you're, you're doing your stuff that you enjoy doing, but if something yeah. gets thrown in your lap like this, that could be the the uh, launch pad. Yeah, oh. and I mean, I, listen, if I got if I have to make rom coms the rest of my <laughs> life, I'm a happy, I'm a very very happy guy. That's also all yeah. I've ever made. Yeah, like Delco proper is technically a rom com. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first one was a rom com at a funeral, but it's a rom com. It's a rom com. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick is not kidding. I'm scrolling through each yeah. one of these, John. These are all really good reviews about this. If you need any ideas, uh, that's that's all I am. I'm just an idea guy. I do, I do. <laughs> I actually like the idea you pitched me. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad one. It's it's when I you mean, started, I was like, here we go. Uh, yeah, I was like, Ooh. It's, it's not like, not because of you, just because yeah. everybody Everybody does it. So yeah. it sucks. are you friends of Pat House? Yeah. Oh jeez, well, please say not something nice now. <laughs> <laughs> he because he's a bartender. He's also yeah, a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And and the amount of times that you know when he tells people oh, yeah. he's like, Oh, are you gonna put this in your act? Or or you should say this in your and he's like, Okay. That's I'll one think- of the reasons I stopped doing stand up. Yeah. It was just because people were like, if you were at a party. People were like, oh, is he doing a bit? What's this guy doing a bit? And you're like, no, I'm just hanging out. Right. One, one, one of the this last sucks. times, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was doing a, a college in Spartanburg's, uh, <laughs> uh, I forget what hotel I was at. But, uh, the, you know, and I was there, and, and, and there were two things. I remember I was watching uh, Kung Fu in Spanish on a channel. You know, I was waiting to do the show that night. And then the guy behind the counter at the at the thing, he goes, I, I 
got some jokes I think he could use. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Was that when he just said the... No, no that was just, another guy. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, there was a guy. <laughs> yeah, who just blurted uh, out. Just out a, yeah, I'm standing in court. line to get pizzas in Massapequa, Long Island. The guy behind the counter goes, "Hey, you're a comedian. I got a joke." There's like eight people in line, and he blurts out the most racist joke <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, "Now, what do I? I don't know. Yeah. I buy pizza from I don't know him. This guy. This what are you gonna, my buddy. Yes. Are you going to be like, I'll take it? Yeah. It's great. yeah, that's my opener now. Jesus Christ! I'm like. Shut up, <laughs> um, Johnny. You know we're, we're friendly with Rob McElhenney, and uh, yeah. Rob, like people, will pitch ideas to him all the time, and he has yeah. to actively avoid them because yeah. if they end up in an episode of It's Always Sunny or whatever, yeah, they can end up getting sued as a result. You know, so like there, there's this fine line of like wanting to hear other people's ideas and, and quite literally not stealing them. That that actually um, with Gillian Keeves, that happens to us a lot. Where on our Instagram, we'll get messages, and I stopped opening them. Because if I don't open them, I have proof that I never read them. Yes, that's it. They will send back. I think what Rob would do is when he was sent things that he knew were that, he would never open them. Correct. Mm -hmm. And just keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Because he could prove and say, look, this has never been opened. (laughs) Right. Our our buddy John Brazier with the Phillies actually has an idea from from a friend who's a writer. It's a good idea. I read it. And, And he said, can you put me in touch with Rob McElhinney? And I said... I can, but Rob's not going to be able to accept this idea at all because unless he becomes a producer on this other person's project, it ends up sort of being stealing. You have to also understand that these guys are also like creators and, 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 and like, especially for Rob, like the, this is their vision. This is their creation and they don't like want outside ideas. Well, I, I think that's kind of like, I think the problem there is that their ideas fall in line with their tone. Right. Right. So like if you're taking someone else's idea it's not that you don't think it's a good idea, because it could be a great, it could be better than anything you've ever thought of, right. but it might not be in line with what, with what you you're do. doing. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Hang on, I want to go to this call, because uh, Julia was involved in Holly and the Hot Chocolate. Uh, Hang I- up. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Julia. That son of a bitch. Julia, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, so how were you involved in this? Um, so we um, we received a, a mailer on our door um, in media at our house, and it was just asking us if we wanted to be involved in the um, in the movie. They, they they I think they thought the house would fit for the shoot. And um, my husband actually is friends with um, the the company that um, the direction the, the neighborhood directing company. So he called his buddy and was like, "Is this a scam?" And, and the guy was like, "No, we're shooting a we're shooting a movie. It's legit." And and so yeah, so they used our house for the the man's house. Like the guy, the main character, he lived in our house for the for the uh, widower. So, oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah, your house is very cute. Oh, I think well, I told you that. It's very tiny. <laughs> yeah, it's like a super cozy house. It was perfect. And Julia, I, I assume you've seen the movie now, right? Yes. Yeah. We we've uh, yes we've all we did a little reveal, you know, a little premiere with our friends. Yeah, I think out of it. And, hey, Julia, and what, you, what's your? I'm sorry, Casey. What's what's your review of the movie? I think it's cute. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it seems like a Hallmark movie. You know, I think. It, I mean, the fact and what they were. I heard. You know, my friends all called me and said they're talking about it. So I'm actually at work. But um, <laughs> they said that they were talking. Um, you know, that we got the mailer, and then like they, the fact, the turnaround. I mean, I know nothing about movies, but the fact that they turned this around like in a couple weeks, and actually they had to come back and shoot another scene. And it, they were the nicest people. They they took up our whole street. The neighborhood loved it, and they had like the craft service table out. So and they let us come over and watch. Like they would let us come over to watch scenes. They set up the basement like their um, directing studio. They nice. let my son sit behind 
you know, the direct, on the director's chair. And, That's awesome. and it was it was really cool. They let us eat the food, and everybody was really nice. <laughs> they just put it out. They don't let you eat it. As I'm watching the movie, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where the exteriors were. Obviously, I knew the, the house on Monroe. But uh, real quick, is your neighborhood near Providence by any chance? Yeah, it's like between Providence and Edgemont. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yep. great. Well, cool. Glad you had a great experience, Julia. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Right. See you later. All right, so there you go. Man, I was sweating bullets. I did not know how that was going to go. I can't believe you guys do that live. That's insane to me. I'm pregnant. Yeah, right. She's like, she, they shot at my house. I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. There was only one bathroom there. You shot at my house. There was only one bathroom. I like how they thought initially it was a scam. Like, what would the scam be? A movie for QVC. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 We need you. We need you to get two hundred pounds of cocaine. Of <laughs> yeah, of course. It's for this movie at QVC. I don't need you to ask any questions, sweetheart. Just get out of the house for three days. <laughs> Do you like hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did this start streaming? Uh, it started streaming Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, all right. And do you have any idea the the amount of views or anything? How that works out the uh, metrics? I it? I don't get specifics, okay. but it's it's been a lot. Okay, it's, been it's very, great. It's yeah. tremendous. It really Excellent. is. Yeah. And and the fact also that QVC is, if they continue with this, will I assume shoot here? Right. Yeah, I yeah, think I, mean, I think if it's, it's uh, I would assume that they would uh, entertain the idea of doing more, and I think they should. I think it's. I think if, it's fun. I think if it's they were to come again and ask for a, another, if it's not necessarily a Christmas movie or something else, would you... Uh... Yeah, I'd be like, let's make it $8,000. <laughs> 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 double, we yeah. doubled our budget. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd tent my fingers and just be like, hmm. I talked to my manager, my dog. <laughs> but it's it's not very long. It's like, what, like an hour, 20? hour an hour and, and six minutes. Hour and six That's minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah, we cut out all the, like, the connective. You know there's those movies, like, they have to make it like an hour and a half, so... Yeah. Yep. There's just scenes that don't make sense. Yep. These yep. are all scenes that matter. Is there, are there lingering uh, light piano movements as the, <laughs> you know? No. That, no. There, there are some things in, in that, not, it's Steve's genre. He loves yeah. it. I hate it. I can't stand it. Sure. Just because of the predictability of, of most of yeah. the ones on, on the, the Hallmark <laughs> Channel and these lingering little music tinkling <laughs> piano in the background. I think it just drives the me reason you, crazy. It's okay, yeah. Larry. The reason you hate it is the reason that I dig I it. I know. Yeah. I know. But, yeah. Yeah, background stuff no. like this. But no. I, I'm very interested because I love the fact that you guys are, are kind of going after those things, obviously, a little bit. Um, yeah. And so, so I'm... Gingerly, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not savage. It's not fat, man. It's, right. Yeah, it's... Um, it, but, but it's done... I could tell that there was a different tune behind the creation of it, yeah. but enough so that you, you know, you're still getting exactly what you want and it's in a slightly different way. Yeah, it's scratching an itch, but yeah. it's also like, here's how I would scratch your itch. I don't right, know how right. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, What else, anything else in the works right now? Or are you in between projects? Or uh, We, I think we're, we're yeah, I think we're we're developing a show, uh, Tires, that we made a while ago. Okay. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, just hanging out. Tell awesome. Shane we said hi. Uh, mm. He's been selling out when he comes down here for uh, stand-up. So just mm. tell him, we, A, say hi, and B, stop by even if you're sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. I mean, good luck getting him up at this time, but uh, I'll see. I'll see. Uh, well, QVC Plus, like we were saying, it's it's a free uh, streaming service, and you can get it through uh, Roku or Fire TV. Uh, and also there's QVC Plus. Dot com. You have to spell out the word plus. 
Uh, we have a link, a link to the movie on PrestonandSteve.com. Check uh, it out. Yeah. yeah. So please take take a look at this. And and it's literally, it's getting glowing reviews there you go. Uh, from people who have commented and on Twitter. And it's local. And, and like surprisingly, they're like, okay, I, yeah, I'll give this a shot. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. You yeah. know, is that type yeah. of thing, so, which yeah. is wonderful when that happens. And yes, it's local. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, dude, great to see you, John. So nice to see you guys. Thanks too. for stopping Thanks for by. having me. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. John McKeever, guys. Yeah. See you And it is called Holly and the Hot Chocolate, available on QVC+. Uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, yes, yeah, Dick Zadinia <laughs> of Steel Panther is going to be joining us a little bit after 10 o'clock, probably around music news time. We'll be back in a moment. Stay there. What's new? Glad you asked. Blink 182. Smashing Pumpkins. Bowl Beat. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We have some bizarre file stories. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. You can get a Primo deal on gift cards this holiday season by 20 <laughs> What are you laughing at? I can't tell you. <laughs> a $25 gift card and get a $5 bonus card. It was something Casey was doing oh, under right. the board over here. Uh, or you can buy one a $100 gift card and get a $25 bonus card this Christmas. Make it a Primo. <laughs> A Florida man was arrested Monday after deputies say he stole $1,375 worth of toothbrushes from Walgreens. All right. Man. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded to the Walgreens around 10.30 a.m. on Monday. Do you want me to get some of the money? or No, the toothbrushes. According to deputies' employees and other witnesses, saw Tracy J. Mofield... With walk, a beautiful smile. Walk out of the store with six electric toothbrushes without paying for them. And oh. he was then seen driving off in a white Lexus. Hmm. Uh, the sheriff's office said the deputies found Mofield's Lexus, but he sped away. I, they're not going to yeah. catch me. <laughs> yeah. Not with these teeth. Uh, deputies did not pursue him at that point due to safety concerns. Uh, Mofield and his Lexus were spotted again later on. Deputies said the suspect told authorities he stole the toothbrushes and then threw them off of the Long Key Bridge. That's very sad. Uh, he yeah. <laughs> he was booked into the Monroe County Jail on a Every charge. Every year I gather up my toothbrushes and throw them off the bridge. Of grand theft. It's it's in honor, right? It's a thing. It's, yeah. A uh, shocking surveillance video from a gas station in upstate New York shows the moment an 18-year-old man plowed his car into a gas pump. And it's interesting how this happened. Uh, the man admitted to starting the fire at the pump after he crashed into it when he was, quote, trying to do a burnout. Oh, man. <laughs> the footage shows the flames spewing after the car hits the pump. That didn't work so well. Police said the man drove off, but investigators managed to identify and arrest him. The 18-year-old was charged with criminal mischief and leaving the scene of a motor vehicle accident after admitting to the crash. All right, this is messed up. A man was stung to death after trying to talk to a swarm of bees that he believed were reincarnations of his ancestors. Oh, in man. South, in South Africa, yes. Do you leave this guy? Uh, and uh, and Kozintha 
uh, in Jambana died at his home after speaking to the bees during a traditional ceremony. Dude, we're just bees. In some African cultures, it is believed that ancestors visit their living relatives in the form of bees or lizards. Oh, so there's sort of a precedent for this. Yes, often to warn the family to perform the correct traditional rituals. Make uh, sure to perform the correct traditional rituals. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have to make honey. Uh, the incident reveals the wrath of the ancestors, apparently. Yeah, we are pissed. So that's what and it we is. are many. That's what happened. With tiny little wings. Uh, after consulting a Sangoma, a traditional healer among the Zulu peoples. You uh, know him as a chiropractor. Uh, <laughs> 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 Gotta go to the Sangoma and get an adjustment. Uh, N.K. Insta. No, how do you say his name? <laughs> N.K. So- Sonsa. <laughs> Return the guy returned to the perform uh, to perform the ritual, <laughs> known as the dispersing of bees, to try and interpret their messages. Uh, failing to decode the ancestors' message may have caused the bees to turn on him. Yeah. Of course, yeah, they, they get frustrated when they can't convey their message. Uh, so this is the most uh, pl- painful thing ever to befall our family. His brother said, uh, and he said, "We don't understand." Why they were so angry with him, yet he had welcomed them to his home. He never tried to violently Aww, chase them away. This is not right. Uh, the spirit of ancestors can also be reincarnated into water monitor lizards. Once a water monitor lizard or, bee, or the bees enter the home, uh, the family must consult traditional healers to understand... The grasshoppers are so much more pleasant. ...what ceremony needs to be performed. One method is for the family leader to go to the swarm of bees with a glass uh, of soda... Uh, Sugar in a saucer. Is that soda? And a glass of brandy Mm. and place them in front of the bees. Many of the ceremonies are expensive with families having to save up for months to afford them. We need our bee booze. Uh, The family then uh, make a type of traditional beer, which takes around four days to get ready before offering it to the bees. The bees were supposed to fly away at this point in the ceremony, but instead they attacked the guy. And this is likely because the family... It may, wasn't Top Shelf Flicker, was it? Uh, ...may have been too hasty to get rid of the bees without trying to fully understand the ancestors' m- uh, message. There's so many ways to screw up with this ritual. Yeah, totally. So you got to be careful. This is disturbing. Uh, the leader of a small uh, polygamous group near the Arizona-Utah border has taken at least 20 wives, uh, most of them underage... Uh. And punished followers who did not treat him as a prophet, court documents have claimed. This guy, Samuel Bateman. Bring him to the bees! Was a former member of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, until he left to start his own small offshoot group, which happened. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, supported financially by male followers who also gave up their own wives and children to be Bateman's wives. <laughs> the court documents provide new insight about what investigators have found in the case that first became public in August. It accompanied charges. It accompanied charges of kidnapping and impeding a foreseeable prosecution against three of his wives, too: Naomi Bist, uh, Bistline, uh, Donna Barlow, and Moretta Rose Johnson. Uh, Bisline and Barlow are scheduled to appear in court on Wednesday. Johnson is awaiting extradition. Now, the women are accused of fleeing with eight of Bateman's children who were placed in Arizona state <laughs> custody earlier this year. It's like under the banner of heaven. Well, they were found hundreds of miles away in Spokane. It's actually directly tied to, uh, if you saw a uh, documentary called uh, Stay Sweet, Pray, and Obey, uh, there's a guy named Warren Jeffs. Who yes. That is the focus of? Well, this guy claims that Jeffs... <laughs> Invoked the spirit of God and and actually told him 
that he is a prophet and he needs to do all this. This mm. is a dude that's in jail for his entire for the rest of his life. Rest of his life that is still pulling these strings uh, from inside a jail cell. It happens. It's crazy. Uh, the affidavit details explicit sexual acts that Bateman and his followers engaged in uh, to fulfill godly duties, according to Warren Jeffs. Uh, so that, that, thank God they got this guy. Yes. And uh, we'll see what ends up happening to him. All right, something lighter. Can I end on something lighter, Case? Yeah, I got to be a shorty. All right, um, I'm looking for a shorty. How That's about incest. Uh, this is not a shorty. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Okay, here we go. A uh, a member of an organized crime gang that sent almost half a ton of MDMA, that's Molly, right? That's Molly. Uh, to Australia, helped investigators uncover his own group by sending a picture of his dog that included his partner's phone number on its tag. <laughs> uh, Danny Brown from south of London sent an image of that's his new great. French bulldog named Bob to co-conspirator Stéphane Baldolf while plotting to send a shipment worth a street value of $82 million to Brisbane Whoa. inside of a 40-ton digger, a high, you know, piece of equipment. Uh, so the crime agency investigators zoomed in on the phone number, and they used it, among many other tactics, in a painstaking investigation to prove that Brown was part of the conspiracy. That's brilliant. The dog was present when Brown was arrested, and yeah, it was a huge drug deal. Is and the dog going to justify against him? I, I think yeah. they, they have to bring the dog on the stand at some point, but nonetheless, he played a big part in it, and there you go. <laughs> That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's break. Let's come back in just a second. And when we get back, we'll do the lesson question trash music news. Stick Zadinia yeah. of uh, Steel Panther is going to be on because tickets for their show go on sale tomorrow. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're getting closer to the uh, Christmas Miracle broadcast. I'll do some, I'll, I'll do a couple more invites before we're done for today. Aren't you jazzed about the Christmas Miracle? Yeah. yeah I, very, I, I, I love it. Very much so. It's fun. We have a good time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and some, some of the live events we do are, not that this isn't a lot of work, but it's not as much work as some others are, which means that we can enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. And just, just have a good time. Hanging with friends. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to have live music. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you more on that uh, next week as we're getting closer uh, for that event. But, yes, we will do some invites in a little bit. Not right now. Not no. at this moment because we're going to do something else. Nothing's over. Nothing's over. No, we're going <laughs> to Every now and then, you just have to invoke Rambo. Uh, so, nothing is over. We're going we're gonna to do a lesson question. We are going to give away as a prize a four pack of tickets to the Elmwood Park Zoo's favorite family tradition, which is wild lights. The question that I asked for you this morning is not really. All right, but who is Anna Sophia <laughs> Rob's brother? Two one five two six three WMMR. Anna Sophia <laughs> Rob's brother. Not really. It's who we said was her brother. Let's see if you know the answer to that. While you call him, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning is brought to you by Manhattan Bagel. Let Manhattan Bagel take the stress out of your holiday, breakfast or lunch, delivery or takeout. You gather, they cater. You can visit ManhattanBagel.com. Uh, to order. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Demi Lovato is reportedly already back in the studio just three months after releasing her last album, Holy F. Lovato says she has a lot of things to say, even though no one is listening. (laughs) (laughs) You talked a bit about this earlier, Preston. I'm sorry. Elizabeth Finch, a former producer for Grey's Anatomy, who was fired after lying about being diagnosed with bone cancer, losing a kidney and part of her leg to a misdiagnosis, losing her brother to suicide, and claiming she was close friends with the victim of the mass shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue, has come forward to explain her actions. Okay. Says Finch, quote, I'm a goofball. There you go. Hey! And finally, Robert Downey Jr. revealing that his late father, Robert Downey Sr., introduced him to drugs when he was just six years old. Downey Jr. says he still has no idea why they ever made a Fisher-Price meth lab. All right, let us see if we can get a winner for this. We want to know who Anna Sophia Rob's brother is. What is his name? So we're going to go to Sean and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, doing good. How are you? Good, buddy. All right, so who is Anna Sophia Rob's brother? It's Broccoli. Broccoli Rob. You got it. Hang on, Sean. Going to give you four pack of tickets to Elmwood Park Zoo's uh, favorite family tradition, Wildlights. The holidays are bright with dazzling light displays, illuminated animals, and live entertainment at Elmwood Park Zoo's Wildlights info and tickets to EPZWildlights.com. All right, music news. Why don't we do that? Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Wawa. That's covered with uh, gift cards for everyone on your shopping list from Wawa gift cards, Wawa E gift cards, (laughs) or a gift card from your favorite brand. Uh, Happy holidays from Wawa. I just have have one One story, story? and then the other part of it is going to be the interview. There we go. That we have for Music News. Uh, So, and, and I can't believe, what is this guy's deal? Spencer Eldon. The guy who was on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind is the baby. Let it go! Filed an appeal to the album cover lawsuit. I thought this was absolutely, 100%, completely put to bed by now. Let it go! Yeah, exactly. Let it go. What do they call it? With, with pre- when they dismiss a case or with prejudice, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you, if they do it with prejudice, then you can't. You can't. You can't. You should have done that over so, his baby penis. Back in September, the suit, which was brought on by Eldon, who was seeking damages over the cover art, was dismissed by a U.S. District Court judge for the third and final time. It's been reported that in new court documents, Eldon's lawyers uh, have been claiming that the judge presiding ruled in error concerning the statute of limitations on the case because the harm suffered to Eldon from the photo is ongoing. There's no way, unless you tell someone, that there'd be any way to to divine yeah. that you are the baby on the Nirvana cover. Yep. Uh, they also cited... You change a little bit. They also cited Masha's Law, which allows child pornography victims to seek monetary damages into adulthood. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if this is going to have merit or not. But we're going to wait and see about that. All right. So that's that's the one stupid music, music news item that I have. But we had uh, for music news earlier this week made an announcement uh, for the uh, it was a concert announcement. Yes, and tickets one. go on sale for the show. 
uh, tomorrow night. And should we play a little bit of the music first? Yeah, it's here. It's uh, you're about to hear it in the box pro. It's in the stack over here. It's in the stack. Okay. And it's also on a hotkey. So know. Steel Panther has a new album coming out. It's called On the Prowl. There is a uh, there's a tour in association with that. And I'm going to play. They just released a video. I think it was uh, is yesterday, uh, two days ago. Yeah. And it's for this song. I'm going to play a little bit of it, and then we're going to welcome our guest. Uh, But this is uh, from 1987. We'll check a little bit of this out from Steel Panther, new music from them. Why is it so quiet? Oh, that's good. It's a journey through uh, some of the bands that were... I like that. Uh, you know, important in shaping uh, Steel Panther and people like myself and Jackie Bam Bam, who love the glam metal phase. We would like to welcome the drummer of that very band, Mr. Stick Zadinia. Yay! Good morning, Sticks. Good morning. How are you? Dude, we are great. And let me, let me say to everyone that uh, Steel Panther is going to be at the Keswick Theater on... St. Patrick's Day. Come on. And it's a Friday this year. Come on. That's just got everything going for it, man. I'm going to predict something. All right. People are going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll hold you to that prediction. But uh, listen, man, so many questions uh, to ask you. First of all, congratulations. You got a, a new album coming out. That's going to be out in February, I think. February, February 24th on the Prowl comes out. All right. How Thank many you. How many songs on this one? 13 tracks, and, uh, you know, it's it's funny. You, you played a little snippet of 1987, and we put the video up yesterday. It's already got 180,000 views, and, like, people are sh- – what we're finding <laughs> is everyone's, everyone's sharing it going, dude, you got to hear this song because – and the comments are like, oh, my God, I remember that time. And it, it's been – Unlike any song we put out so far, is '87 okay. that yeah, that's about right? The core center year oh, for yeah, for yeah. Steel oh, yeah. Panther and for the I mean this, you know, uh, I mean Appetite came Appetite, out. all that stuff, yeah, yeah, it, yep. it was it was huge. It was it was almost like the apex. I mean, it wasn't until you know about '92 is when, uh, or no, around 1990, yeah, was when you know Nirvana came in right. and things kind of switched gears, yeah. I think I think that '87 was that pinnacle when when heavy metal was the coolest it was going to get, and then '88, '89, that's when like all the power ballads really started to kind of sw- swallow it up, and people went, I don't know if I'm feeling it, and then Nirvana came with the wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I mean, go ahead. Well, yeah, when, yeah. When you had like White Lion and and uh, uh, and a couple of, the, of those other ones like uh, uh, Winger yes. and so on, and, and the talented musicians and everything, but it, it had become saturated at that point. But '87 was right when it was hitting the peak, man. Yeah, that's why that's the song is tr- is like a love letter to '87. Mm. You know, and and uh, it was a it was a great time. It was pre cell phone. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask you? Because I um, was just in LA a couple of uh, months ago. 
And I was uh-huh. there with Jackie Bam Bam, who is, you know, he was in uh, he was in a band called Glam, I mean, uh, Scarlet Fever. And he toured with, um, like, Cinderella and a couple of those bands. So, anyway, he wanted to go to the Rainbow. I'd never been before. Uh, I, I, do you live in L.A.? I just assume that's where you live. I, I, I live I live in the Rainbow. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the Rainbow. You all live in the Rainbow. Yeah. I live about, honestly, about 35 minutes from Hollywood, from where you were. Okay. So, and I assume that you've been to the Rainbow. I'd never been before, and I was completely and totally out of my element. And what was crazy to me is that uh, the people that were the the patrons there, they I'm looking around. I'm like, every single one of these people, it looks like they are in a glam metal band. Like, and that's and I I stuck out like a sore thumb. I just absolutely loved. They started it. chanting "Fed" and, and Jackie, Jackie, who took him there, just to give you some perspective, sticks. He dresses like you know, like Lexi used to yeah. on stage, like Amazing. still, like every day. That's how he dresses. And so you know, he it's took so him. it's so funny. Um, you know, when when we go to the Rainbow, whenever we do things in in Hollywood or there's promo or press, we we do stuff with the Rainbow a lot because they're really good to us and it's a great place. Obviously, the legendary. Um, and it's very interesting for us. We've been playing this kind of music since the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, we, we went through the really, really rough times and the parts where people were like, no, you guys are just, you don't get it. But it is, it is this time now where, it's, where, you know, you say people were dressed up like they're in the 80s. It, there's a nostalgia coming back. And it's, I feel like we're like, we're at the tip of the sphere and it's, it's, everything's coming together right about now, and it, it's exciting. Hey, I wanted to ask about the lineup. I mentioned Lexi Fox. Uh, he's no longer in the band, left a little while back. You guys took a while to uh, to figure out who a permanent replacement was going to be. And now uh, you have, you guys have this guy, Spider, who is who's going to be a permanent member of the band. Can you tell us about him? Spider, we, okay, so I'll give you the short version of a long story. Spider... Okay. Uh, we've known Spider since uh, we were embryos. Basically, <laughs> we've all we've all been doing different different bands and same bands together. We've been in bands with Spider before at one time or another. Um, we held the contest. It was it, it's people. You know, I've seen people go, "Oh, it's a fake contest." It was as real as it gets. We took submissions and we tried people out from from all over the world who submitted who we felt may have a shot at being the right guy. Um, through a series of circumstances, Spider was doing other things. He was unavailable and it was never really a thing. And then we took him on tour with us in Europe and it just clicked. And the timing, you know, much like heavy metal kind of resurging now for us and spider, it was a, it was a perfect storm of his availability and then the chemistry. So like we got this guy now who took Lexi's spot and it's not three dudes and a new guy. It is, it feels like a band and Uh. it feels like it's, it's got. It's like a brother. Cool. Um, now I have to ask if if Satchel had an issue. He was the only single name guy in the band. Everybody else has <laughs> has to, their first and last name. Yeah. Did, did Satchel? Did he get a little bitchy about it? About having a spider? Did he want him to change his name or anything like that? We went to arbitration and <laughs> we got it. We got Satchel, you know, compensated enough to make it okay for Spider to have one name. Okay, right. very good. <laughs> well, what if I may ask? So you all have your distinct personalities. How would you describe Spider? Ooh, that—that's the first <laughs> time I've had that question. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you had Lexi, who was very vain. Uh, he was also dumb, not the brightest person in the world. <laughs> Lexi was very identifiable. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
I think Sp- I think Sp- Spider Spider's really smart. Spider ah. Spider is Spider's like a Spider's a planner and a thinker and a and a potster. Ah. That's, that's what Spider is. <laughs> but we call him out. We're like, dude, stop needling, stop poking the bear, bro, because you're gonna get it. But honestly, uh, he's a phenomenal bass player, and and he comes from the same DNA we do. So like when we're on when we're in a, a tour bus and not on stage, it like the the jokes and and the ribbing and the BS and the, and the giving each other a hard time in a in a great way. It's it's all there, and he's 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 awesome. Do you know it works so well with you guys? And you the the the, the parody aspect of it, the loving parody aspect of it would would diminish so quickly. If you guys weren't as incredibly solid as musicians as yeah, you are, I mean, it it's just always very listenable. And there are times I find myself listening to stuff that you guys have have put out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's I'm treating it like um, this is just straight up good music. And you know that that little element moves to the side. You know what I'm saying? You walk that fine yeah. line. I, I appreciate it. It's funny, you know. People will say to us. Oh, I, my friend does what you do, right? He, they 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 dress eighties and they right. play, and I and I always go. That's all, I, I'm I'm never threatened by that because where where we all came from, we were players first. Like everybody was, you know, really worked hard at trying to get as good as we could, and then this chemistry that we have that some people will write off as as being silly, it it it, it really does only work because we're players, right? You know? Well, and and you look, there's there's a million better drummers than I am, but th- there's only one dude that does this gig that way, and that's me. And that's everybody in our band is very specific for this, and and it's it's a it's a sum of the parts, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and you guys are you're well respected by uh, like you know well respected musicians. I mean, we had Paul Gilbert in here uh, like last year or something. We were talking about you guys, and you know he and. Uh, Satchel go way back, and so you guys, you guys run in those same circles, which is awesome. And some of those guys get up and play with you, uh, with you from time to time, which is badass. Uh, and you know what? And Steve and I were talking about uh, the origins of of the band off air a little while back, uh, before you guys were doing world tours, which you do now. Um, was there a time when you had a residency in L.A. and Vegas at the same time? Was that? Am I remembering correctly? You're, you're remembering correctly, and I will. So we did. <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take you down <laughs> further road. All right. We had residencies. There was one period of time where we had a residency on Monday in L.A., Wednesday in San Diego, Thursday in Riverside, oh Friday, God. Saturday in Vegas. Every single week for and how we long? Were, uh, there was a period for probably about four years straight where oh, we were doing wow. five to seven nights a week, and that is one of the reasons why I believe that we we do what we do. We, we're able to engage with the crowd. And we didn't come up in a studio and then go, oh, we have a hit record. We better go figure out how to play and, and entertain. We did that first. And yeah. then the records came. And I think that really, that's, that what translates with fans. And they, they want to tell their friends, you've got to see this show because of the experience. And, you know, I think we've done probably more shows than any band out there in the world. I'd be hard-pressed to think of any that that are at least, you know, uh, have surpassed you guys dramatically. I remember, and we were talking about the whole uh, early exposure that we had to you guys. And the first time you played in the area here was at BAM's. Bamarjira's club at That's the time, right. the note. Yeah. Yep. And they, and you guys were kind of wondering, are we going to, 
you know, because you've been doing that re- those residencies so frequently and, and had been in that schedule, and, and people went nuts when you came here. You know, we uh, so we stayed at Bam's house yeah. when we were there, yep. which was the last time that we decided to ever stay at another person's <laughs> oh house. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, good call. It, it was just like, you know, you sleep over your friend's house, and you're like, oh, man, they don't keep their house the way I do. And, you're like, <laughs> so like, um, that, and you guys adopted us and had us in so early, and it's it's why when Preston hit me up, he's like, hey, do you want to get on? I am all... I love you guys for uh-huh. that, and thank and just on behalf of the band, thank you for that. Um, you know, it's it's been crazy. There was that period where we're like, well, do we leave the nest <laughs> and go try to fly, you know, and do these world tours, or do we just stay comfortable? And we said, "F it, we're going. We're going to just go for broke." And knock on wood, it has been. Very, very good. Cool. Wow, wow that's awesome, man. And I'm glad you guys did a, a another full length album because uh, now you got people that are trickling out singles here and there, and and uh, or maybe just turn it into an EP. But you're doing the the full package deal this time around. By the way, it's called out On the Prowl is the name of the new album, right? Yeah, On the Prowl. And yeah. and to your point, um, we come from that ilk, so full albums are sexier to us. Love it. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So with this video, with uh, with the first video, 1987, you guys thinking about doing a, a couple of more of those before this whole thing's over? Yeah, well, we we did a. It's funny, we did a, a first single, which is called "Never Too Late to Get Some," and I can't say it. <laughs> <get some blood. laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I'm, I've been on radio before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we did a video for that. It got age gated by YouTube, um, which blows me away because then you have Nikki or wh- whoever doing WAP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not age gated, but that's a whole different story. This one is the first one I think will from the record that will be you know able to be seen by everybody at any time, and we're gonna do a couple more videos, and we we have a lot of things in the works. Excellent, a lot, of, a lot of extra things in the works. It's exciting. Excellent. Well, tickets for the show, which is on St. Patrick's Day on a Friday at the Keswick Theater, <laughs> uh, they go on sale tomorrow. Uh, in fact, actually, we have a pre-sale. Yeah, that started thirty minutes ago at WMMR.com. Um, and you just go to WMMR.com. It says use the keyword, and then it doesn't say keyword here after this. So I'll figure out oh, what that is okay. and pass that along uh, to everybody. So, Oh, and also I wanted to point out uh, two supporting acts on this. Crowbot, yes. those guys are out of Pottsville. We love those guys. They've played our MMRBQ like Steel Panther. And, dude, I need to see this group, Tragedy, BG's yeah. metal mm. cover band. <laughs> yes. You know what? I, I, every band says this, it's going to be an insane <laughs> night of just, you're going to walk in and from the first band through Crowbot, who are our homies, it's, and then Steel Panther, it's going to be like, you honestly, you don't want to miss it because it's yeah. going to be entertainment from beginning to end. By the way, did you hear about Crowbot? No, what, what about them? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. They're, they're they, equipment. Yeah. They, 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 they got put stolen, a, right? GoFundMe. Yeah, they got their trailer stolen. Yes. Here in it, man. Yeah. So, so, are there any updates on that? Because uh, somebody texted in yesterday saying that um, they were still looking for some of the equipment or there was a GoFundMe that was up for it? There's a GoFundMe. I don't know what it is. Um, I can set, try to find it and send it to you guys later if you guys want to help uh, put it up. But yeah. um, they, they, I just spoke to the drummer last night, Dan, and they still haven't found it. Oh. And, you know, it's, I, I'm like, it just I, sucks. I give them a drum set, but I just... I only got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's all yeah. good, man. But, yeah, we want to help those guys out for sure. And I think we probably have – I know we had mentioned it before, but we'll make sure we, we get that info up and running, man. Thank you guys for that. All right, Sticks, dude, it is great to see you, and uh, it'll be wonderful to see you in person when you get here in March. And Are you uh, going to play drums with us? <laughs> dude, if we – so here's the deal. We might be – uh, at spring training in Florida, broadcasting live for the Philly. So if that doesn't happen, <laughs> freaking a right, I'm yeah. getting on with you guys. I think, I think you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Not being there. All right, yeah, <laughs> skip over that part. That. All right, we love you, man. Good luck with everything. We'll talk to you soon. All right, six. Thank you, guys. Take care. Six Zidania yeah. from Steel Panther. God, they are awesome there and i'm telling you you will laugh your <laughs> ass off at that show wait so was so it so much fun was it bam that introduced us to them or was it no. i thought it was rabbi um i think it was rabbi. rabbi so they came the first time they came by here was uh they they kept playing the song death to all, to all but metal and they were here in the studio and uh and they just kept repeating that refrain and it was really really funny i think that's when i went to see them at the tla yeah and and uh, they asked me to, to jump on and play. And I saw Sticks was backstage. He's like, I heard your drummer. You got to get up and play with him. I'm like, oh, I don't know any of your songs. He's like, no, you don't need to. I'm like, no, I don't want to play something I don't know. He goes, play You Really Got Me. And I go, I can play that. <laughs> and I got up and played. And I'm telling you, it was one of the most exciting moments of my life mm-hmm. because it was a packed crowd. Yeah. The crowd was just eating this band up. And I got to get up there and they let me play a solo and all this stuff. And then I think the next time they came to town, it might have been at BAMS. And then they played a show at the Tower. I got up and played with them at that. And then they played the Anna Barbecue. And they're just, every one of them, they're just the nicest guys. Yeah. The nicest Oh, guys. they're the best. Yeah. And and super talented and very funny. And that is a, that's a show you don't want to miss out on. So, yes. Death to all but metal. Uh, their stuff is, is, it's so... Wrong is the only word I get. Lyrically, it's just so wrong. It's all I can say, but it's a parody of itself. That's the thing. When they were um, when they were playing in the studio the one time, uh, who's the lead singer? Michael. Michael Starr. Yes. He w- remember he made eye, eye contact, contact with me yeah. and didn't break it for the whole <laughs> song, and it was so awkward. Like I had no idea uh, what to do. Well, it was uh, community property, right? Yes. 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 And, and, but my, and but I would my look D is community. Wait, property. but then I would look away and look back, and he'd still be looking. At me. <laughs> it was so awkward. The best, man. All right, uh, we need to take a break. We will come back in a second, and we'll get ready to wrap up the program. So hang in there, friend. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're wrapping up now, and officially we have uh, segued into No Sad Bro. Yeah. uh, Which is a wonderful thing. During the holiday time of year, uh, there's extra no sadness. Yeah. Extra no sad bro? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Today has been fun. Uh, Enjoyed it. Um, And you know what? I'm going to do a last minute 
I'm going to do an invite to the uh, presidency. Christmas ah, yeah, uh, we'll take caller number. Oh, oh. Thank you. Well, now that he said that, let's take two of them. We'll take callers 12 and 13 at 215-263-WMMR. This show is coming up on the 21st. It's a live event. Uh, we are going to be at Parks Casino, one of our favorite places, inside the Excite Center, by the way, where they have tons of concerts. It's amazing. And um, we'll take callers 12 and 13. Got to be at least 21. You need to be able to join us. It's a Wednesday morning. You got to be there early, early, early. Okay, like 6 a.m. Uh, to get you checked in. And hopefully you'll be one of our contestants that ends up there on stage. And you could win some of our biggest prizes of the year. Uh, your friend will be able to attend but not be a part of the contest. But we have other, not part of the game that we're playing right. anyhow. But we have other ways for you to win things. Uh, it's Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, by the way. Uh, so call right now. And if you need information on that uh, and you want to get to a Miller Lite pre-party where some of these uh, passes are being given away as well, uh, text MIRACLE to 39333. We'll send you the details. Works out that way. Uh, thank you to our guest, John McKeever, yeah. who was on this morning. And he is the writer and director of Holly and the Hot Chocolate. And it's on QVC+. Plus. QVC+, Plus is free. It's delightful. They're local. It's getting great reviews. John's awesome. That whole crew from Delco Proper, we love those guys. So uh, we want to support that. And plus, it's legitimately Cool. Yeah. Legitimately good. So You know me. Uh, uh, that's my deal. Yep. So check that out. And uh, Styx Zadinia <laughs> hey! uh, from Steel Panther. We just spoke to him. He texted me back and he said that we are so rad. Uh-huh. <laughs> we like to be rad. And we like being rad. And um, there's a pre-sale for that show for Steel Panther, uh, Keswick Theater, uh, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. And not only them, but Crowbot and Tragedy, the Bee Gees metal cover band, are going to be joining and uh, the pre-sale is happening now at WMMR.com. Uh, and then the official on-sale happens tomorrow at 10 a.m. So it's cool to talk to those guys. All right, we need to do the letter of the day. Case, you're going to get that? I got you. All right, and here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. The letter M as in <laughs> All right. The letter is M. So keep in mind that uh, we give away the prize tomorrow in Omaha Holiday Prize Package, including four butcher cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, six air-chilled chicken breasts, special Omaha seasonings, eight each of their Omaha burgers and hot dogs, uh, plus a potato side dish and dessert for four. And you can get the gift, uh, give the gift, actually, of a perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. Use the promo code WMMR at checkout, and you can get $30 off. Minimum order may be required, and you can go to OmahaSteaks.com. I I love meat. (laughs) I have been told. What? I was handed this note. It says, Tease. Oh. Pierre has a huge concert announcement, and it says at the bottom, this show is going to blow you away. Yeah, I uh, just found out from Marissa what it is. It's huge. Okay. It is huge. Yeah, it's a big one. All right. Yeah, it's a big, big and veiny. I am uh, very... A lot of girth. John Holmes is coming back. Yeah. Absolutely. What time is he going to make the announcement? I, it does not say. Okay. But he will do it on his show. Very so cool. We'll find out in he's, a little while. Yes. All right. Uh, and he's, he's here. Take, he's just chopping wood. I need to take this moment to thank our sponsors, the Preston and Steve Show, brought to you this morning by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Wawa. They got uh, gift cards for anyone on your list. Happy holidays from Wawa. Tomorrow on the program, No Sad Bro Friday. 
Uh, we'll do all our giveaways of things that we need to get rid of. We'll do more Christmas miracle passes, more Avatar advanced screening passes, and comedian Beth Stelling will be joining oh. us. So we're going to have a good time. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two bat two bat 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 bat